Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoy. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films uh, Changing the Lost Chronicle. We are starting episode six of In Grove or Green. I'm your storyteller for the evening, Jack, and it's time for everybody to introduce themselves as members of our cast of characters, starting with Raphael. Hi, I'm Raphael, and I'm going to be playing Neofly, the Darkling Night Singer. And Jeremy. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I am playing uh, Adele, uh, Darkling Gravelock. And William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Phage, the Ogre Gristle Grinder. Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing, uh, fuck, words. Mira. Mira, the, the fairest Kogan playmate. Yep, and, uh, Mara? Hi, I'm Mara, and I am playing Lys, the wizened oracle. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly, I'm playing Lark, the beast win-wing. Now, last time on In Grover Green, uh, the group having made some rough plans and laying the groundwork for an investigation into Nero, uh, who is unfortunately absent again this week, uh, Nero's fetch, uh, the facsimile of life that is left behind when an individual is kidnapped by one of the gentry and taken to Arcadia. Uh, his fetch, who is still roaming around Baltimore and apparently now ready to cause problems for everyone. Uh, but the groundwork for investigating what uh, their background is uh, was laid. Uh, they also have an appointment this evening. Uh, the Autumn Court, the Court of Fear, is having their Samhain Festival, uh, which is something that pretty much every changeling who's part of the Baltimore Keyhold is, uh, is invited to. But in the interim, they decided to proceed once more into the hedge. Uh, Neofly has gotten information that uh, someone he was captive with and very much attached to uh, in Arcadia might be a prisoner of some goblins who are going to be trying to sell her either back to her original keeper uh, or just to the highest bidder at the uh, local goblin market. Hopefully the local one anyway. Uh, and therefore uh, was in support of going into the hedge to talk to a couple of the hobgoblins that 
the Motley is actually affiliated with uh, to get a little more insight on how best to secure Butterfly's freedom. Uh, in order to do so, uh, they were made their way to the Ronga Brothers' workshop in the Hedge, where they were given a bit of a deal. Some answers uh, to their questions in return for, and uh, possibly some physical items as payment in return for a slightly hazardous product testing of the Wrong Brothers airship that they uh, have been engineering and constructing over the past little while. The airship was launched with only minor issues. Liss is currently at the wheel, being fascinated by all things technological and crafted. And while usually at this point is when a radio clicks on, unfortunately the radio has been left behind in the crack house on the real side. So unfortunately there is no radio announcement. Instead, at this point, the loudspeaker activates inside the airship's gondola. The Blitzwinder is performing well, but now is the most delicate part of testing, yeah? You must all follow my directives closely. Winds are coming from six points inner splice, and the mist and haze will make sight lines unreliable. Do not trust eyes. Fly only by the instrumenta. I have reviewed calculations again, and they could, should keep you well out of the harm's way if you are able to time it rightly. Oswald! Prepare! Engage the Flieger Abwehr Kanone! Show them our harbingers of blood and death! <laughs> so. You know, when you say it point. like that, Wilhelm. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> At this point, we will have to assign the two individuals for the first test who are going to be making the rolls. One of you will be having to roll intelligence and drive. One of you will be having to roll dexterity and drive. Hmm. Who's going to do what? I uh, will intelligence drive. No, wait, I, I don't have drive. Never mind. I am I, here to support you, making whoever does its rolls better. I For you to support them, Mira, you will have to be making one of the rolls. Oh, I can't be putting forth a team effort no this is a very specific engaged unless you are actively utilizing one of the instruments necessary to make the adjustments to the airship's course all you're technically doing I'm is going sitting to there and cheering. actually i have a single dot in drive so i could make the dex and drive roll i'm not good at it but if that is helpful is your dex higher than one it's two then it's better than mine. Um, I, I, I would be best at dexterity and drive out of the two. If I'm, I'm at the wheel, I don't know if that makes, I should probably make a roll. Yeah. So the intelligence enough. and drive is going to be interpreting the instructions and determining which aspects of the uh, hardware and controls need to be operated. The dexterity and drive is the, the individual who's taking the direction from that person and also mm -hmm. helping with the the mechanics. So yeah. I do have a dot of drive, but both my intelligence and dexterity are one. That said, I am at full willpower and probably going to burn willpower if I end up being the one making the rolls. 
Okay. Adele will be a true goth and sit back, do nothing, and watch judgingly. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, Neofly Neo really can't do anything, so he's just going to keep looking at the paper that's coming out of the thing. Okay. The holes. Alright, sure. so I guess Liz will be doing Dex and Drive and Faye yep. will be doing Intelligence and Drive. Sounds good. Okay. So, after a moment... The first instruction comes over the speaker again. Nine points starboard and six degrees up. So one intelligence and drive, one dexterity and drive. Anybody who's not engaged can certainly make a wits and composure minus two if you want to see what's coming. <laughs> so do All right, you want here me we to go. make that or? Um, and what exactly does the disadvantage do? Does that affect... Like negatives to my roll uh, for or your one-eyed thing. Your one-eyed thing yeah. only affects uh, your drive rolls if there's heavy traffic, which currently there's okay. technically not. <laughs> okay, cool. So Sweet. I'm spending I'm spending a willpower on this because this is kind of important. Two successes. I won't yet because I want to save it for when it gets real terrible. <laughs> Uh, one success for the Wits of Composer uh, roll. All right. So, uh, Neofly, as you're watching the 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 ticker click out, punching the cards and dropping them in the box, a little flash of motion out of one of the portals catches, catches your eye, and you glance out to see this nasty spiked golden orb arc its way up out of the hedge, out of the mist, and as the airship begins to change its course as this object reaches the apex of its flight just erupts with a thunderous explosion sending metallic bits of shrapnel screaming out in all directions <laughs> uh neo neo just seeing he's he's gonna drop to the floor <laughs> he's gonna be like oh fuck um, <laughs> and he might just scream get down to everyone just uh you know, just as a, I guess, just as a, what's it called? As an impulse reaction, because he doesn't know that, like, he, he's he's not very, um, he's, he's real, he's real scared, and he doesn't want to die, so okay. let's, let's just get that. All right. Um, Adele, you see this happening as well, as uh, both Phage and Liss begin to fiddle with some dials and try and pull on a couple levers and uh, and spin a wheel um the 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 airship lurches suddenly making a maneuver that could charitably be described as almost graceful um and lark you see two of these metallic bits of shrapnel just embed themselves into the side of the the gondola this this enclosure that you guys are all riding in one of them actually hitting the crystalline glass window almost dead center sending a spider web of cracks out the glass remains intact but it's taken a little bit of damage not a ton but but some yeah she's getting down just like uh <laughs> and she hits the deck okay <laughs> All right. The loudspeaker crackles again. Three degrees down and full stop. Okay. And once again, you see on the other side now, another explosive arc its way in uh, to, to view before it erupts as anti-air fire once again emerges from the uh, the plant cover below you. 
I'll need another intelligence and drive and another dexterity and drive. <laughs> okay, let's start burning willpower. Adele simply says, I need, uh, I feel the need to remind you what I said before. If I die, you had better die too, or I will be haunting you for eternity. Five successes. And with Burn that sort of, uh, I don't know if it's it both in, in response to Adele's quote-unquote encouragement uh or or simply be, now that you've sort of finally got your your bearings you sort of work in tandem this time and the path of the projectile soars in front of you and then continues for a little while before exploding all of the shrapnel misses this time nothing makes contact with the uh with the airship good and the loudspeaker comes on once more. Very good! Increase speed six knots, push heading 15 points port side! Another what? intelligence and another dexterity and drive. Alright, I, I need to spread out my willpower. I've only got two left right now, so I'm gonna oh, do this with normal. Oh. Uh, I don't know how long Still got a success go. Let's not do willpower this time. Okay. Two successes. Okay. With a combined total of three successes, uh, the most of the rest of you are flung back in your seats as the airship lurches forward at an increased speed, um, and it heals off, angling off to the uh, to the left hand side. Unfortunately, not quite fast enough. There's another reverberation as this uh, flat cannon launches a third projectile into the air. And something from the shrapnel severs a hose. All of a sudden, there's some steam oh, no. starting to build up inside the uh, the gondola itself. Not too badly yet, but still kind of worrisome. Hmm? Um. Last maneuver! Count to 13 and then pull the large green crystal on my mark! At this point, there will only be one roll made. A single intelligence and drive roll. From okay. Me or from Liz? Whoever wants to. I'm. I'm. I've got Three, four two, dexterity. One. I'm gonna roll it. It's intelligence and drive. Dexterity okay, is not not applicable to this one. Oh, okay. And never mind. Mark. Uh, I'll do it. I'll spend yeah, willpower. Give me a sec. I have to cancel okay. that uh, and get the right roll going here. Dexterity, intelligence, and drive. Mm-hmm. And come on. There we go. And I'm going to spend a willpower. Okay. All right. It's going to be okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Zero so success. at this point, you reach out and you grab this green crystal. Fairly clearly obvious. There's a number of crystals lined up. You wrap your fingers around it and you give it a tug. As you're trying to time this according with the countdown that he had given you because he yelled mark and now you're having to count to 13 and then pull and as you pull your fingers slip just slightly and you have to grab and there's a half second delay that you weren't intending as you pull it however you hear a clunk clunk and the gondola releases entirely from the buoyant envelope that's been keeping it afloat That little bit of delay was enough, however, that you're still in 
somewhat close proximity as the anti-air, the fourth and final anti-air shot. Oh, shit. makes direct contact with the the uh, the the bag of buoyant gases that have been keeping the airship afloat. There is a ridiculous oh, no. conflagration of an explosion high above the the hedge canopy as the gondola begins to cartwheel downwards. Everyone is thrown off their feet and takes uh, two points of bashing damage. Ow. On a side note, look at all those sevens. <laughs> seven, 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 seven. You would have it won was the four right fucking sevens. <laughs> at, as the the gondola begins to level out in this sort of actually controlled glide now, and you can look out the side and see that small wings have extended from the uh the both gunnels of this this enclosure and it's beginning to make for a an opening in the hedge canopy there's thorns that scrape heavily alongside the walls and the, as soon as it makes contact all four of the small wing structures are ripped bodily from this this vehicle that you guys are currently ensconced inside. Uh, Neofly, as you've been watching these cards and trying to keep an eye on the outside, you see that they are literally just scattering from the impact all across the entire interior of the cockpit. And then with a sudden jolt, this thing slams into something hard and stops at a halt. And you guys hear crackles, like flames. What do you intend hey, to do next? Oh fuck! Oh Faye, fuck! Oh fuck! She starts to pull herself up. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm doing this. Uh, everybody out. Uh. <laughs> Let's go, guys. There is no apparent door. Uh, there's, a, there's a windshield, isn't there? There is a front viewport. Um, Adele I'm, is actively pushing past people, shoving them away to get out of this. I'm Faye, pulling out. Faye. I'm pulling out my gun and I'm gonna shoot at it. Okay. So you level your gun at bridge. the windshield, and all of a sudden there is a whoosh, and some heavy foam-like substance coats the exterior of the entire thing. You can't see out any of the portals. You can't see out any of the wind. You can't see out the view screen out front. You are still welcome to shoot it if you'd like. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> you said it was foam. Some sort yeah. of some sort of pale green-colored foam. Hmm? Okay, I'm gonna put the gun back, and I'm just gonna try to scoop out the foam out the way so I can get to the. Oh, the the foam is all on the exterior. Nothing, oh, nothing okay. broke the glass yet. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ph- Phage um, is going to. There, there wasn't a porthole, correct? There's, there's, a, there's about, there's three portal portals on either side. The little circular like right, windows. Not, not, not porthole. Um, the, like a hatch. There was. There wasn't the hatch. Uh, the hatch had sealed behind you guys, like literally seamlessly into the structure. You know roughly where it was, but it doesn't seem to be its own object currently, at least not that you can see. I mean, if this thing is made of the weird, it probably responds. So I'm going to try and find where that hatch was at and see if I can affect it to open as I tend to do with the hedge as well. Okay, give me... We will make it, in this case, a... Dexterity and larceny, and you can add your weird to it. Dexterity, larceny, weird. We're gonna use one more of those willpowers because those numbers are not high. Uh, 
<laughs> Six success. All right. So you find the area and you just sort of put your palm against it. Come on, open, open. And then with a hiss, it pops down, unfolds a series of stairs. And you see Wilhelm and Oswald standing there looking at you, both clapping. And Grab the data cards! Come out, come out, come out! You have well earned your prices! <laughs> uh, Phage, um, like he said grab the... Grab the data cards, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll make sure those are picked up. Okay. The Phage, box yeah. or whatever. Phage kind of wipes a bit of blood from her, from her lip where she bit it on the way down. Oh, that wasn't so bad. <sighs> yes, it's going to be a very, very effective exploration vehicle. <laughs> Uh, are, you, are you sure? Probably best if people aren't shooting at it in the future, though. Bah, you did fine. Is plenty maneuverable. Hmm? We will make a few minor improvements based on data cards. Hmm? Um, I'll hand those to whichever of them seems to want to. Wilhelm has these knobby little grabby hands that he's just yeah, he's re he's ready to yeah. go. It took it took you and Neofly probably about 30 seconds to scrounge them all up from where they'd been scattered underneath benches and things, but you got the vast majority if not all of them. Uh, and he takes them and immediately just begins flipping through them, putting them in a certain order. Yeah. Um and then looks over his shoulder. Oswald, grab this chaser book kista. <laughs> Oswald gives a grunt. <laughs> and stumps out of the room. So, you had questions for me, yes? <laughs> uh, I believe we answered those questions before we did the... Uh... No more questions? Very good. Well, we shall see about payments then. And Oswald comes back in, carrying under his, uh, his a single arm about, a, uh, about an eight-foot-long steamer trunk. Uh, about the same size, almost as Phage, but he seems to be just hefting it without much problem, given that you know he's he's about a size category and a half bigger than even Phage is. Um, and he just kind of drops it down on the ground. There's kind of a clanking, rumbling from inside, and uh, Wilhelm steps up, unlocks a few uh, little sectors of it with a with a key, slides back a hatch. <laughs> Points at Liss. You are first. Come, grab thing. Oh, okay. Um, I go up and look at the box. Look inside the box. Uh, so what it's a. There? There's a hole about big enough for a hand to fit in, and it's just dark oh. inside. You can't see inside. Mm. Okay. Um. It's a mystery. All right. I I stick my hand in. Yeah. Roll me a d10. I'm sort of cataloging and trying to get ready just in case this chops off Liss's hand. That's like... Um, give me a sec. My internet is being extremely slow right now. Uh, gonna try and close that window and see if it helps. Yeah. Firefox is not responding. Give me a sec. Okay. It's stuck. Oswald is just watching very closely. And as you guys look around, you're noticing and this is definitely a different part of the workshop than you had had launched from. Um, and it doesn't honestly seem to be very similar. 
the the parts that you had seen before were mostly scattered with tools, parts, and things like that. This one is almost entirely pipes, plumbing, um, a couple of nozzles that are still dripping a little bit of that faint green foam, um, and there's a large number of alcoves where you can see these various variously sized mostly humanoid structured constructs the eyes glow a little bit but they seem to be inert currently at least for the most part Ooh. um roll tw- my my browser has crashed um somebody so roll a d10 roll for right now um, <laughs> yeah sorry i will i will roll a d10 for you thank you adele is just sort of it's a one the- <laughs> so Liz, you reach yeah. inside and yep. your hand grabs on seizes something it feels kind of textile-y but with, with a heft to it it's a weighty sort of cloth something maybe Ooh. but but it almost feels like the cloth is covering something a lot denser and sturdier Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll try and lift it up okay. and out. So the, box. the thing that you pull feels like it shouldn't fit out, but somehow morphs its way through the hole itself. Um, and what comes out is something that looks a little bit like, basically a, a hedge spun half jacket. <gasps> yes. Which will be showing up cool. in your handouts. Wilhelm right. takes a look at it. Ah, yes, the Barnstocker sleeve. You will enjoy that very much, I think. All right, so that should be showing up in, I think that's in my, nope, wrong person. Hang on a second, where'd Liz go? There she is. <laughs> Boop, okay. That should be showing up in your handouts under the tokens yeah. apparel um, yep. slot. Very well, who is next? I have a leather jacket. Sage will step up. <laughs> All right, roll me a d10. Here's another d10. I have a five. Okay. So you stick your hand in there, and you grab onto something, and just from the outside of it, you can tell. Oh, this is a gun. <laughs> I pulled the gun out. It's a handgun. Um, and it's, it's got kind of an older motif to it, looking a little bit like a, like an old, uh, percussion revolver, like almost Civil War era, but slightly different. And that one will be showing up in your journal. Does it seem like this gun has a mask? It doesn't currently, but you you guys are aware enough that most hedgecrafted things, they appear according to their true nature while in the hedge, but when you bring them out into the real, they will have a mask just like you have a mask. Okay. Next participant! Okay. All right, roll me a d10. I'm not seeing anything, but let me try that again. Uh, it's at a seven. Uh, it a seven. Oh. Yeah, it did roll. You rolled a hard seven. I'm going to try and refresh because my chat window's <laughs> apparently oh, frozen or something. Okay, seven, um, I guess. So you reach inside, and you find something very soft. Definitely cloth in its, in its nature. Um, but you pull out 
a very long gray scarf. And as you pick it up, it kind of hangs limp in your hands for a minute, but you notice the ends of it are sort of twitching by themselves. Cool. Cool. Okay. Next person! Okay. Oh, All right. Yeah. Lark, roll me a d10. How do I roll just a d10? Uh, slash roll space 1d10. And Jack, is the is the reliquary um, one of the... Uh, it's one of the books, books. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the rundown on that in a minute. All right. All right. So Lark, Fine. you reach inside... And you grab something, something small and kind of, uh, kind of leathery feeling. Um, and as you pull it out, um, it's, it looks like a key fob, uh, in the shape of, of a large maple leaf. Let me put that in your journal. Who are left? Who shall go first? Ladies first. Okay. And Jesus just sort of say, like, for the first, probably first time ever, actually looking like a young 20s girl in, like, attitude and, like, super annoyed, all bruised up and shit. <laughs> all right. Very undignified. Roll me a D10, yeah. Jimmy. All right. Nine. Eh. So you reach inside and you just find something very large and round and hard. It's got a little bit of area to it where you can grab onto it, and then your hand like okay. slips inside and you find, oh, there's yeah, there's a concave element to this thing. And you pull something out, it's basically it's a large helmet. There's no way it should have fit out of the uh the the hole. And uh Oswald kind of gives this snorting laugh and Wilhelm nods. Yeah, that would have been helpful to have with you during this testing. Don't take my lines from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that should be showing up in yours. And now the, the one who wishes to rescue his friend from the goblin market. Come up, come up. It is your turn, sir. Go ahead and roll me a d10. And you reach inside and grab something that feels like a small hip flask. You go ahead and pull it out, and that's basically what it is. It's a it's a kind of dented hip flask with a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a, a skull iconography to it. And let me drop that one in your journal. Okay. Well, it seems we are concluded our business here. You have need to get back or can you stay and uh, help with more products? 
We uh, need we to definitely get need back. to get back. Mm-hmm. Very well. Well, if you ever wish to explore our creations again further at a later date, we would be delighted to have you. Oswald, show them to exit. And Wilhelm immediately ignores you and begins puttering over the now slightly destroyed aspect of this uh, this airship gondola. And you see a number of the smaller constructs begin to emerge from the their alcoves and begin clearing off the foam, and some of them start disassembling sections and setting them off to the side. Others begin buffing out scratches. One of them just goes up, pulls the shrapnel out of the the, the the crystal glass window, and then just with a small fist, shatters the glass and begins cleaning that out. Oswald will guide you guys down a, a hallway um, to a, through a, just a maze-like warren of various workshops, passages, a few underground uh, hallways, and then eventually leading you out to that first entry foyer uh, with the Latin sign hanging over the front door and he sort of bangs it open and then just sort of gestures you to go out. Mm. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Dale quickly walks out. Okay. Uh, it's that same uh, pathway through the thorns, a little broader this time. It's not nearly as difficult as it was on, on your entrance to dodge the, the razor-sharp projections from the plant life that forms the walls and roof of this uh, little pathway through the hedge. Uh, and then you step out after about ten minutes back onto the trod. And you think, as you look off to the side, that you can just barely see the very tall tree that is your guy's hollow. Uh, a little ways down the path. Probably about an hour's walk or so. But you can see the top of it sort of poking up above part of the, the canopy. All right. We got information. We've got a little bit of interesting toys to help us out in our journeys for the next little while. So let's get out of here, shall we? Please. Yes. Yep. Of course. Yeah. As we're heading back, quick GM question. Yeah. I know there's some restriction on, like, essentially token equip slots, but I can't find it. There is a restriction on how many goblin fruits you can carry. Tokens, oh. not at all. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you can, you the can fact be kitted out to the nines on tokens. Thing evaporates or anything. Nope. Not cool. even a little bit. Yeah. You can have Great. as many tokens as you can logically, physically possess. Hmm. I think I can carry a book and a scarf. You can totally carry a book and a scarf, yep. So, uh, Neo, if what they're going to want is something mortal, something from the real, something that sort of has that level of mortal fixation to it, we'll probably want something music-related. We'll want to get some instruments, maybe some music players, a good selection of music, things to offer them in trade. I feel like it isn't really the music more as it is the talent itself and the essence of the talent that's ingrained in the person that's playing the music is that's what they want but it's just a thought well do you have a better idea for things for trade absolutely not the performance no. And what a performance? 
Wow. <clears throat> I think they're going to want something they can keep. Do we? Ha- Is it possible to get Instead some recordings? Uh, what was what was that that you said? I said is it we could look into getting into getting some recordings of famous performers on stage actually. I the question may be if recordings would operate in this context. I don't know. I'm honestly walking into this mostly blind, so well I mean, I imagine it's... Hmm. She seems to be thinking really hard about something. Doesn't technology not work within the hedge? It's hard to say. Um, Phones definitely don't, but that's try getting signals between dimensions. It's hard to say if electronics go completely bad i believe that i believe electronics still function just not like give me an <clears throat> intelligence Does anyone have a watch? And a cult. uh can i also make that wrong yeah intelligence occult i'm assuming not with my mirror weird. will take everything at face value because she has a negative like two or three to that <laughs> No successes. One success. So, Neofly, as you're thinking about it, Phage is definitely right about the things that need signals. Like, you know, you Mm -hmm. can't bring a laptop into the hedge and get internet, you know, or you can't uh, bring even a landline in and try and plug it into your hollow somehow and get a get a phone call from 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 the real side. Also electronics tend to be a little squiffy like i mean you a digital watch would still run at least as long as it had battery potentially whether it would stay accurate meh um and it would probably definitely need to be reset because time passes differently in the hedge frequently than it does in the real world um things that are just based on like a like a and and anything that requires an electrical source is very difficult to keep running because you have to bring an electrical source with you and then hope to god that that thing stays consistent but like a uh, a foot treadle run sewing machine generally works just fine because that's just mechanics and motion that you provide as uh, a source of power yourself so a uh, wind-up so, box may be a Walkman less so? Right. Okay. okay. I was I was also going to ask, um, I guess a possibility of something that might work in a hedge in that sense is um, those pianos that you would um, put in those papers that would uh, just basically player play Player pianos. Yeah, like yeah, a player, player piano. Player piano mm-hmm. would probably be about the, like, the far end of what would be considered marginally reliable as far as functional technology. A wind-up music box, more consistently so. Um, a hand crank phonograph, like the really old ones, <laughs> like the old Victrolas. That that might be, be plausible. Mm. 
but they well, but but they but it was communicated fairly fairly clearly that they they would be looking for something <clears throat> intangible or ephemeral. Yeah. Whereas even an antique record player with some records, that's still a physical object. Yeah. So basically, so basically, the talent talent itself, the talent of playing music itself, is basically what they're looking for. Potentially, yeah. Um, or they might be interested yeah, that's in kind some of the other thing type Neo- of talent. You know. Okay. Is there any role I can make to brainstorm? what could qualify as infem- as ephemeral yeah uh, um let me take a look at your character sheet and see what you have that would be applicable to that unless you have one already in mind hmm? i was hoping for something <coughs> involving expression but um i could do a wits and expression or an intelligence okay. and expression they're the same but i'm gonna go with wits okay uh, and since this is a group discussion, I'll let you be the uh, the primary actor oh. on a group role. You can use your, your class benefit from that. Now I have to go look up what that is. Um. Hi. Why are your abilities complicated? Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, you get a plus two to that dice roll. roll. Okay, cool. Um, two successes? All right. Uh, with two successes, the first two things that you think of are talents and memories talents and memories are two things that are very ephemeral that aren't an actual physical object that you can usually hold in your hands and your knowledge of fey and also less so with 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 goblin kind um those talents and memories are also something that seem to be fairly attractive to keepers when they kidnap people as well. Mira will sort of incline her head. I think you might be right about um, the skill itself being prized, but perhaps also memories? Interesting. That might be something something we have more to bargain with on now. The only problem with that that I can see is do we have a method of or do hobgoblins have a method because I'm honestly not familiar with them of extracting talents and memories or are we going in to trade a person for a person? I'm... I can make something and put a dream in it. And sometimes your dreams are memories or it's something you want to do. Hmm. Uh, cult? Uh, Adele, you go ahead and roll me an intelligence in a cult. Yeah, because honestly, you're probably the only one who's been around long enough that you could make this okay. roll. Yeah. 
Oh, if that would be considered ephemeral enough. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Let me check one thing here. If I attempt to make the roll, would that be with a disadvantage? Uh, this is just completely outside your wheelhouse. There's not really any chance that, that Neofly would know this. Okay. Three successes. Three was the uh, <laughs> was the threshold for this one. Um, Adele, you haven't spent a ton of time in the goblin markets, but it's definitely... A, no, because a... I'm not suicidal. Right, because you're not <laughs> dumb, uh, and you haven't had a ton of friends to go with you and have your back up until this point. Um, but it is an oft-discussed topic when changelings get together. Generally, if... A hobgoblin asks for something and the other party is willing to allow it, they can make it happen. Okay. Yeah. The one of the one of the things about goblin markets is whatever they consider currency, yeah. They can they can make change for you, you know? Um so yeah, it's 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 probably not gonna be necessary for you guys to have to extract whatever it is, as long as you bring it with you. Hmm. Right. They can handle that part. Mm-hmm. Well, they can take the memory. Well, the question then is, does anybody have any particularly memorable experiences with uh, the kind of music they'd be looking for? Here's a more kind of off-the-wall question as I um, look at Adele. Do you think I would be able to trade my talent for Butterfly? <laughs> Maybe. I, that uh, that depends on what they consider to be more valuable. Also, what we can convince them on, from what I understand. Do you want to sell that much? If it means getting her out, then yes, absolutely. I'll just have to learn sign language, but it will <clears throat> it'll be something I'm willing to risk. Oh. Very noble, but as a starting offer, it seems like the kind of thing that gives away desperation. Yes. Let's uh let's get to the Sawin Festival, shall we? And We'll right, figure right out about what now, we're... you guys are coming around the bend, and you can see the the lift in front of you headed up to your to your hollow area. We'll we'll talk about what we're going to try and trade and how we're going to sell it to them later. For now, let's go see what Autumn Court's got put together for us, shall we? All right. Mm-hmm. Fage will take the elevator. Fancy party. Yep. Yeah. So you guys rise up the elevator into your hollow. Nero is still heavily asleep there uh, on the little bed of bracken. And all that is required to get back to the reel is pushing open the door on the other side of the uh, the other side of the interior. Uh, Faye's going to change her outfit first. <laughs> okay. So Adele is every through. Second we sp- every second we spend in here, a thousand years could pass. <laughs> All right. 
So Adele is through and I assume immediately checks her watch on the other side. Yes. Well, your watch says that you were gone for about two and a half, three hours, somewhere in there. Okay. I go verify this with the sky. Uh, the sun is still out, although it is sort of starting to dip. And you pass the clock on the oven as you go out towards the back door. Um, yeah, that's, it's actually been closer to five or six hours. Yep. Yep. You've got about an hour before you probably have to be thinking about leaving to get to the Sawin Festival on time. And even then, you might be a shade fashionably late, depending on traffic. Uh, I go out to my car. Important thing. I go out to my car. I retrieve my cell phone and I check the date. It is still the same day. Okay. Yep. No, best you can tell, it was about uh, about 100% increase, about twice as much time passed as felt like it passed, but only about twice as much. Okay. You are not several centuries in the future. Congratulations. I don't want to have to figure out what Baltimore's like in 22, 18, 17. <laughs> Jack's like, so this is now a shadow run game with <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that that would be that would be kind that of a I didn't not gonna lie. give you guys any warning, but your character sheets don't work anymore because <laughs> oh they God. changed to oh shadow. Everybody please click the following link to join the new game in Roll Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> there are now giant mutant hunting robots that rule the world. Yay! <laughs> Sentinel program lives. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'd be down for a World of Darkness game in a Shadowrun setting. <laughs> That'd be interesting. All right. Pentex has please. just uh, in, engaged their own Sentinels program, and now we're all fucked. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go wake up Nero, because I don't want him to stay here. Okay. Um, so you kind of lean down, shake his shoulder a little bit. Hey, uh, uh, <clears throat> you back? How did... Well, one, two, three. F oh, shit, did we lose Adele? No, she's out already. Good. <clears throat> I don't want to have to find a new business partner. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be a good idea. We should probably. Oh. <sighs> this was a very short nap. Okay, coming. <clears throat> and he's kind of rolling his shoulders. Feel, get the feeling that Nero is not. It takes him a little while to get fully functional after being woken up, especially when it was probably mid-REM cycle, uh, given the nature of sleeping while you're in the hedge. Anybody else doing anything in the hollow, or is everybody headed straight back to the crack house? Crack house. Fade well, changes into her outfit. And right. Out. Okay. All right. So you all, within the next five minutes or so, with the exception of Phage, who takes about five to ten minutes to get changed and then pushes back through. Uh, Lark, as soon as you come back across, uh, your phone buzzes. You've missed about four text messages. Crap. All right. She, she texts. Right. Um, most of them are just like a couple idle questions. Like, uh, do you want to grab something to eat beforehand? And then there's about like a an hour basis, a suggestion of two restaurants, and then the last one is, uh, 
unless I hear otherwise, I will be by your guys' place. And the timestamp is probably about uh, an hour, 45 minutes to an hour from now. <sighs> okay. Um, she's going to immediately start getting ready. Okay. So the helpful thing with cell phones is that generally their time clocks update as soon as they're back in signal with something. Yep. So <laughs> you yep. guys aren't always having to constantly change <laughs> that oh, way. Watch. Um, but yeah, so you guys yeah. have about 45 minutes before Lark is going to have to leave. And then depending on how long it takes the rest of you to get ready, probably about the same time before the, you guys would want to be making your way to the location. Hmm? Um, so what's the plan? Uh, Fage is going to make a small snack before she goes. Okay. And by Pl- small snack, probably a meal for anybody else. Right. Plenty in the fridge for that sort of thing. You guys keep it pretty well stocked. Neil's going to do the same, but it's going to be an actual small snack. Right. <laughs> Phage pulls out, like, several ingredients and starts heating up a pot. Neofly grabs a cheese stick. <laughs> I'm going to get dressed, too. Okay. Uh, can't wear this armor and my cool jacket at the same time. Will it work? I want to try. Does it go all weird and lumpy? Yes, it Double does. Jackets. Dang it. Layering jackets is difficult. If you altered uh, your the, the material jacket that you had bought on this side, you could mm-hmm. possibly have it work as an overage, but that would take more than an, the hour that you have. Damn it. Duh. On the group text, it comes across, does anybody would need to go anywhere to get ready? Uh-huh. No? No. No. Is that how Liz texts back? No question yes. mark? Yes, yes, no question mark. <laughs> Definitely included the question mark. <laughs> All right, heading home. Be back in time. All right. So Adele heads to her and, place. I'm going to try and alter it. I'm going to do it. You're going Come to on, try and alter just, it. I'm okay. going to try and like speed, speed work. Okay. I will need a wits and crafts minus two because you're rushing. Okay. You can, can spend willpower, willpower if you want. Okay. Wits and crafts. Yep. yep. All right. So if you spend the willpower, it'll be plus one. It'll be, yep. So I'll, I'll do that then. Okay. Plus one. To get it completed, this will be a minor alterations. I'll say you'll need a total of three net successes, but each okay. each roll takes about probably about half an hour. Okay. All right. Two successes. All right. So you make fairly good progress on your first one. I mean, it's not, it's by no means done. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you try and push for that last success, you've got enough time, but you will be running a little bit late. Hmm? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Okay. Two successes. Okay. So you spend the entire hour frantically getting, trying to sew and alter this thing so you can wear both the armor and the jacket. Mm -hmm. 
right about the time that you hear Adele, you've you've finished the last stitching and gotten it basted over or whatever. I don't have good good seamstress <laughs> terminology, um, <clears throat> but you've got it completed. Yes. You are very, very happy with how it's resulted. It looks good. It's definitely going to fit over top of your armor. And then you look down at yourself, and you are a sweaty mess who has not had a chance to shower. <laughs> oh. Your hair is a wreck. And That's you're fine. pretty sure you've got several pins stuck in your apparel right now, and you cannot remember where you put them. Oh, dang. I'm going to put it on anyway. <laughs> All right. And then you feel those pins. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I have done that. So before Lark has to leave, uh, Mira will. So you're headed out with this boy you don't quite like? It's, it's complicated. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course, I didn't mean to imply any judgment. I just wanted to talk about, plan what you're hoping for us to do to support you. I want to make this as much how you want it as possible. Don't let me get killed. I will I'll absolutely try that to the best of my ability. Um, specifically... I wouldn't be surprised if your friend is familiar with us, but I have some capacity to fudge that, if need be. If you need to fake your death. <laughs> not, not at all what you mean. Um, specifically, I can Dog. shift my form and nature's appearance. Girl, you are laying on my headphones and you have turned off my speaker. Well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. All right. I can change my seeming. Sort of. <laughs> okay. Just let me know if there's anything I can do to help. So I assume the house is primarily a flurry of activity of people trying to prep for a rather significant social event. Yes? Yep. Okay. Uh, there is a level of available food due to Phage's efforts. Um, if anybody needs to, to go on a non-empty stomach. Um, you people have been running around. Adele, was there anything specific you were doing at your house besides getting your shit set? Nope. She is simply getting getting cleaned up, getting taking her time to get dressed. Um, I mean, I figure that's probably going to take most of the time period. Maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that will um, definitely. She doesn't have time for much else at the moment. Okay. All right. So if nobody else has anything else we need to cover, we are going to fast forward to at that point in the discussion between Lark and uh, and Mira when there is a knock on the door. Hmm. Do you want me to go and be a protective fellow member, or would you like to get the door yourself? I, I've got it. Thank you. Okay, guys. Um. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Uh, she'll go get the door. Okay, so you open the door, and <laughs> Barnaby's standing there, greets you with a smile. His teeth are still a little railroad tracky, but um, other than that, he's still got that very fairly appealing physical presence to him. Um, his hooves are sticking out of a, a pair of very well-tailored pants. Um, he's wearing a vest over top, and he's sort of got a jacket kind of hung over one shoulder it's still pretty warm though so it's fairly apparent why he's not actually wearing that uh uh the 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 sort of sports coat blazer little thing he has there um but he looks fairly well put together the vest itself is there's just a single button attached to it closer to the waist um and you can see it's made mostly of actual fish scales very iridescent, uh, but darker in color, so it catches the light in a sort of fascinating way, uh, but doesn't doesn't have nearly as much glare as as would you know sort of make it difficult to look at. Even though he's standing in mostly direct sunlight currently, um, and yeah, it's it's obvious he's put together an entire hedge spun outfit. Uh, the pants themselves are are uh, made of a a leather base with some some fur uh accents to it um that that contrast the the fur is very a very pale white uh which which is a is a strong uh, contrast to his own tawnier brown fur that that covers most of uh most of his body he's a fairly hirsute fellow um the uh the antlers coil back and you can see that there's been uh a level of, of, of braided copper wire um, that's encasing sections of those, not symmetrical, kind of offset one on one side and one on the other. Um, but that also sort of puts you in mind of the sort of gown that uh, that Gilly wore uh, to the opening uh, of the of the night gallery. Uh, these aren't these are these are a lot more uh, solid looking, not as not as glowing with heat as hers were. Uh, but it is still kind of reminiscent to the sort of aspect that you've seen a number of members of the Autumn Court sort of uh, incorporating into their own wardrobes when you've seen them out in public, especially at more formal events over the past month or so. Well, I managed to show up in time. Sorry it took me so long. Oh, that's that's fine. I'm sorry I didn't respond to your text. We were... Uh... We were in the hedge earlier. Oh, okay. No, I figured busy, you know, it's a, kind of a big night. And you can tell he's a little, like, he's got a lot of nervous energy to him right now. Um, and you know that he's ranked moderately well in the Autumn Court. And so it's not just that it's he's going to a social event, but also that his reputation to an extent and all of the autumn courts as far as the rest of the keyhole is concerned is kind of riding on tonight you know um this is this is autumn's big sort of best foot forward moment socially um and will probably have a level of an effect on how the rest of the freehold views them uh at least for the next year or so um can i say that this is probably the point at which phage also walks by the door and has a look yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, Barnaby. So you made it on time. Fage. Evening. God. And he kind of, he, she kind of puts his hand, her hand on on his shoulder, and just kind of squeezes a little bit with that ogre strength. <laughs> take take uh, take good care of uh, Lark for us, will you? Yeah, we will see you there. 
And uh, don't worry. If you make her upset, it's not just me you got to worry about. She'll kill you too. <laughs> hey, I'm back. <laughs> and he kind of cocks his right? head and gives you a little bit of a of a look, but decides not to say anything else. And it's like, well, uh, if you're ready, we can uh, we can get going. Or if you still need some time, I can totally. Oh no, I, I she, I'm ready. She... Fate, fate walks past both of them and gets on her motorcycle and starts to head out. Okay. It's too bad. It's too bad. Does not here so that Nero could be clean a shotgun. <laughs> Where did you get a shotgun? I made it. It does, by the way, uh, pocket the uh, the thunderbore as she walks by. Okay. <laughs> Just go. like slide that right in the belt or the shoulder or I don't know where. Um. So yeah, but uh, you you know where you're headed. Uh, it's been given as a book, the the site of the 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 Sawin Festival is going to be Booker T. Washington Middle School. Um, <laughs> and uh, Barnaby offers you an arm, Lark, and waits to see what you do. <laughs> She'll take his arm. Okay. Um, there's a. Fairly clean, looking freshly washed. Uh, 2016 MX-5 Miata parked at the curb. Uh, he opens your door. Um, it's kind of a kind of a dull gold. Let you get in, and then we'll jump in the driver's seat and head to the venue. Adele, you've been sitting in your car just smoking a cigarette, watching this happen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Page takes off. Barnaby and Lark take off. I finished. I'm done. Uh, Mira comes down announcing her. Or, uh, I mean, Liz comes down announcing before, her her completion of her project to the entire group, who none of whom knew what, what was happening and is unsure what they should be celebrating because she looks up. I applaud it anyway. I, I <laughs> no, I I don't applaud. That might seem sarcastic. And great. And as Congratulations. I'm, I'm coming down, I am going to enact, because I, I also have contracts of mirror and I have Riddle Kith. I want to look like a fairest because Mira is in our group and we have eaten food together at some point. <laughs> Riddle Kith for the Halloween party. <laughs> All right. Now here's a question for your Riddle Kiths. Yes. Are you guys trying to appear as completely different individuals so that nobody will recognize you for who you are? Or are you trying no. to be the person, but just with a different look? So yes. I'm, I wasn't going to do it because I asked Lark, hey, do you want me to change my features so that I can be close in case you need me? Okay. She said no. So my plan is not to do it right now. Okay. Depending on the flavor of the party, I might do a light one later. But yeah. All right. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Liz, Liz is intending to basically um, incorporate aspects uh, into it uh, so that she looks better because she knows she looks weird uh, and she wants to look good for okay. this. All right. So, Give the, me, uh, you however, don't, since you've you've dined with a Ferris within the past week, uh, you don't mm -hmm. have to spend the glamour, but you do have to roll yep. manipulation and weird. Okay, here we go. 
two plus one. That's no successes. All right. Um, so you focus in, you're like, I'm going to change. And uh, nope. Mira, Mira, you're watching Liz come down the stairs and she's wearing a very dramatic jacket over a extremely uh, impressive set of sort of it, it looks like a kind of a leather half jacket with aspects of layered wood uh panels to it and that sort of thing very clearly hedge spun very clearly protective in nature as well as fashionable her face is red she looks a little out of breath her hair is kind of frazzled and she kind of closes her one good eye and grits her teeth a little bit and absolutely nothing happens so you're not sure if she's got indigestion or what um but she's dressed to the nines and looks horrible otherwise um you look great do you want me to help with your hair on in on the car ride Uh, not if that's what you were going for i didn't mean to um you look great um wait what what's wrong with it and as you look down you 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 can very easily tell yeah you have not changed at all trying to trying to use the the contract oh oh oh, okay um yeah yeah (laughs) please i am assuming that i have or can find within the house like a portable makeup kit and some brushes sure Zark probably left her stuff out that is fair yeah. <laughs> I just feel grab like a handful Lark's gonna of be lunch. okay with me borrowing that, so I'll I'll borrow um <laughs> like it's hard to do makeup in the car, but neither of us are gonna be driving, so <laughs> Alright. So Phage is gone, Lark is gone. Uh Neofly, are you going with uh the with Adele's vehicle or are you getting there on your own some other way? Hmm? No, I'm going to be going with Adele's vehicle. I'm okay. going to walk out in my weaver's attire with my mask in hand and my cavaquinho in back. All right, cool. So, yeah, uh, Neofly comes out looking very, very wild in his appearance, very, very naturalized in terms of the, the motif. The, the, the weavers tended towards a, a sort of rustic kind of... Um, kind of wilderness sort of uh sort of motif in their in their uh stage costumes um it's very dark in color though uh mostly deep grays blacks um with with just a faint few iridescent accents to it and then of course the very distinct mask that looks like the head of a fly um and it's a it's a reasonably impactful presence uh, that that Neofly strikes as he comes out, um, and heads I assume heads towards Adele's car. Mm-hmm. All right, so everybody piles into the Adele mobile. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you guys head off towards the uh, the venue towards the middle. Oh, street. and. So she has dressed up in what can only be described as she's completely de-gothed as much as a walking dead girl can um, (laughs) in a certain stage of necrosis. Um, And it's in just 
what can really best be described is like a red prom dress kind of thing. Hair pulled back, sort of. Uh, I don't know if she would have had time to do like a bleach job, but yeah. With only an hour, I feel like that the bleach job probably would have. I mean, it's not like she would be concerned about her skin. Right. So. Hmm. Yep. I'll leave that up to you. You're a changeling. Okay. You 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 She'd get you get a little it. bit of an allowance. All right. So yeah. Oh. Um, looking. Honestly, probably like somebody somebody from the prom scene from Carrie. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking. So my visual reference for this, if you've ever seen the, it came out a couple few years ago with Abigail Breslin, Final Girl. Oh, oh yeah, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, the yeah. visual reference I'm going for. Okay, and thematic. All right then. <laughs> that would be Adele's. Yeah, no, that that would that would very much fit. You dress as the things that terrify you. Yeah. On. Yes, you do. <laughs> so, uh, Mira, I'll give you a roll. Just. I don't know presents and crafts, um, and if you're the, it's kind of a group effort, so I'll give you the plus two. <laughs> okay, good, because crafts is not a thing I have. <laughs> um. Or if you want to try and let uh, somebody else take the lead, and you're just giving them the nine again, you can you can let. Uh, you can let Liz make that role for herself. Hmm? Um. N- no, I'll make it. I'll spend a willpower to okay. try and help. Uh, so that would make it a plus five. Um, present. Two successes. Okay. So you are able to tame the hair. Add a little bit to both uh, to both mean and mask with the makeup, um, and she is she is looking less like um, a frantic cat lady in formal attire <laughs> and more like a just like a, an actual individual headed to a formal event who has at least yeah. had some basic amount of time to get themselves put together. Um, so yeah. She's 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 looking a lot better than she did when she ran downstairs in her dramatic jacket and and best attempt at at having mm-hmm. I don't know done I don't know what with the last <laughs> hour of her time trying to get things ready. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Um, Mira, for her part, looks has a very nice pastel dress and definitely has done up her hair and her makeup a bit um, to accentuate it with the same bag as always. But it is definitely aiming for notably nice person at party, not standout person at party. Okay. Easily done. Well within, well within uh, Mira's, Mira's sphere of capability. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a brief uh, car ride and only a marginal amount of evening traffic, uh, and as the sun begins to dip, you guys pull up to the Booker T. Washington Middle School in Baltimore. Now, in this version of Baltimore, BT Dubs is 
It's still a middle school that is fairly heavily invested in the arts. Um, but the architecture is a bit more gothic. <laughs> or at least as gothic as a as a large block-spanning brick building uh, with standard Baltimore origins can be. Uh, it's a little bit more turreted, a little bit more arched, has a, has a few more sweeping, imposing windows to it. The sort of place where you're wondering, how did they manage to get this sort of shit into the inner city? And how is it that any parent is comfortable allowing their child to go here? Oh, that's right. It's World of Darkness. You take what you right. get. Um, there's a line of vehicles parked along the curb. You guys, as you pull up and are recognized by the staff... Uh, several of which are changelings, some of which um, seem to be uh, hired externally simply as parking lot security. You're waved in um, and and shown uh, areas for the uh, on the on the parking lots there. The school has been back in session for a little while. Um, and given that it's a it's a holiday night, you're not expecting that there's been much presence of of the actual students and faculty here for hopefully at least the past couple days. None of you have been indoors in this building before, um, so it's you're, you're not entirely sure what to expect. Uh, but as you go inside, um, you're greeted by a number of obvious autumn courtiers in fairly fairly mundane looking formal attire but with these garish animal masks mostly of a fairly skeletal nature whether it's a, a the skull the oversized skull of a of a house cat uh, one of them has basically what looks like a slightly modified deer skull, the top half of it still with the antlers attached, just kind of strapped across the face and extending down. You can sort of see the corners of the mouth uh, outside the the sort of tapering a- aspect of the of the the, the ungulate uh, bone structure. Um, but it's 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 a little shocking and a little off-putting. Uh, but but everybody's still laughing and kind of smiling at this point as you're ushered into the to the entrance of the school here um and you see little knots of people being led off one at a time towards where you assume there's probably an auditorium or an assembly area or something like that um and actually the uh the seneschal john coffin himself greets your motley as you assemble at the 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 beginning and come in the door barnaby's there with lark uh and phage you've been waiting with them and making a little bit of small talk for uh three or four minutes or so as the the last four members of your motley usher in um and then John Coffin, in his trademark tails, white <coughs> gloves that are still fingerless in a few areas, uh, but with very well manicured fingernails underneath uh, that are that are poking through the tips, comes over. Ah, welcome. So glad you can come along. May I show you to your seats? Gars. Come inside, come inside. You're some of the last to arrive, but still plenty of time. Don't worry. There will be a brief announcement at the beginning, and then we'll get things started. 
and he enters and take and guides you into the auditorium where there's a number of chairs set up probably about a hundred or so which is not what you would have expected because you don't as far as you're aware there's not even a hundred total changelings in the keyhole and even if even if all of them showed up that would still be probably more chairs and probably not all of them are going to show up a lot of them a decent majority but still and he sets Winter you down Winter court tends to have low event turnout or at least they show up but nobody knows who they are um <laughs> And he sets you down and says, uh, make sure you leave a space between all of you. Alternate seating. One blank space in between. Okay. And as you guys take your seats, he heads up towards the, uh, the stage, steps out, claps his hands twice. Welcome. All and sundry to these Sawin night celebrations of the court of lead and ashes. It promises to be an evening filled with thrills, chills, excitement, and above all, fun. So, anyone not quite seated yet, step right this way, find a comfortable chair, and in the interim, as we begin our final preparations, feel free to, and he gestures out so there's a few tables set up to the side, help yourself to a treat, or a drink, or perhaps a sousson of emotion from your designated companion before the festivities commence. And as he ends his proclamation... Another set of double doors open. And about as many changelings as are in the room, the same number of middle schoolers, all mundane, file out quietly, looking down at something that they held in their hands. Some of them show it enough to where you can see there's a paper on it, and begin to find their seats. So, what's everybody doing? Smiling pleasantly and waiting for waiting for my my assumed victim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not victim that I would perpetrate something on, but somebody who's going to have something perpetrated on them who will be assigned to me. So Adele, a young girl, comes up, sits down next to you. Are you Adele? I am. Hello, young one. She's dressed in a pink blouse. She has pigtails. She's wearing kind of a floofy skirt. Hi, I'm I'm Harper. Harper? Yes. Wonderful to meet you. Thanks. Do you like kittens? (laughs) (laughs) And in that pause, she pulls out a cell phone. I just got a kitten. Her, her her name's Jet, and and she's mostly black, and she starts flipping through photos and trying to show you pictures of her kitten. Oh. This is hell. <laughs> <laughs> What's everybody else doing? Um, looking like she understands what's going on, while she absolutely doesn't, to the best of her ability. Faye just like puts one hand on the side of her face and is like, are you really about to try and pull this? Oh, dear. 
<laughs> Fage, you're approached by another young female, probably 11 or 12 years old. She looks up at you. Hi, I'm Nora. Hi, you look about as disinterested in this as I am. She's got a cell phone as well. There's an icon on the back. Um, some Something kind of winged with blue and white overlapping wings on it. Uh, and she just plugs in a pair of headphones that is attached to it. She's wearing a flannel shirt and jeans. Um, and just starts listening to music and just sits down in her assigned chair and barely looks at you. Yep, that's about what I expected. <laughs> she Fage does basically the exact same and just kind of waits for something to be announced. <laughs> Lark, uh, you're one seat away from Barnaby. Barnaby is approached by a young man named Jeffrey uh, who's wearing glasses, a uh, pair of Converse shoes, and a Hamilton t-shirt underneath a, a yellow windbreaker. Um, and then... There is an exasperated sigh next to you as you look down at a young girl wearing a Ramones t-shirt. She's got a beanie, her eyeliner's kind of smeared, and you can see all down her left arm, there's a there's a, just a, a long stream of what looks like uh, when, when, when a middle schooler tries to give themselves tattoos, but they don't know how, so they just use a ballpoint pen. <laughs> And her, her nail I've polish is before. very obviously slapdash and only like three nails on each hand are just kind of erratically painted. She looks like everybody who wants to be punk in middle school but hasn't quite figured out how yet. Hi. Doesn't offer a name. Hi. Looks at her paper. What the fuck kind of name is Lark? What's your name? Emma. And she kind of spits it out as though it leaves a bad taste in her mouth. What kind of name is that? Something that my bullshit parents decided was cool. Well, there you go. Back in like two... Th oh, okay. Hmm. Hippies, huh? Hmm. Sure. Fucking flower children. <laughs> I'll trade you kid <laughs> Do I recognize the logo on the back of, of the kid sitting next to me's phone? I think you recognize the Wings of Liberty hmm? Wings of okay, Freedom yeah. What's it called? Whatever it is from Attack on Titan Yeah <laughs> Yeah, okay the, yep. Yeah, the Scout, the Scout Corps Yeah, Scout Corps Yep, that's the one <laughs> Uh, Mira, yep. a rather cheerful individual who goes by Olivia, who's wearing a pair of leggings that definitely has a fairly ragged hole in the knee um, and a T-shirt with a Sokotano on it, um, kind of comes over and, is, and looks at you and then looks at her paper and then looks at the empty seats on either side of you and seems slightly unsure as to which one to pick. Hi, I'm Mira. It's delightful to meet you. Yeah. What's your name? Which one is mine? I don't know. Take your pick. Okay, but if I pick the wrong one, you gotta back me up. Mm. Mm. And of course. she'll sit down to your left. Yeah. 
which as you look up and down the aisle seems to be the right one most of the kids yeah. seem to be sitting to the left of the individual that they're paired with and uh, neoflight there's a kid who runs up to you mm-hmm. holy crap that is an awesome mask um actually at that point i would have taken off my mask and set it on my lap um, yeah no that's what I he's looking that. at yeah okay he's, he's, he just he zones in on your on the mask that's sitting on your lap that is really cool. He's wearing a green T-shirt with some sort of Lego character on it, um, oh and he pulls out, <laughs> you know, those kind of uh, notebooks that always have the sort of like black and white modeled uh, covers to them. That yes, like, I have right, one. He pulls out one of those, flips like seven pages past, and begins like trying to roughly draw a picture of the mask. And uh-huh. you, as as he flips through the pages to find a blink when you can see that most of the notebook is filled with just absolutely terrible drawings of Sonic the Hedgehog. Just like really <laughs> crappy. Like this kid I has this hardly person. any drawing talent whatsoever. Jack, but he is obsessed why? with Sonic the Hedgehog and now apparently a match that looks like a bug. Jack, why? <laughs> I, I know this the person. Embodiment. Uh-huh. And I'm really sorry, but it's true. The embodiment of DeviantArt. Oh. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. That's it's like this kid's huge. running an entire DeviantArt page, but just in a in a in a college ruled notebook. Yeah, you hit it on it's the, the head. It's the, it's the embodiment of like the deep of like one of <clears throat> six different sections of DeviantArt. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. One of the I'm... six. Yeah. Um, I kind of just look down at him and um, I I see him drawing and I kind of just. Uh, nice to meet you too. And I kind of just look forward. Just <laughs> so, can you play that thing? That, that's that that, or is it part of your costume? Um, no. It I well, the whole costume goes together. Um, it's from a old band of mine. You're in a band. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm in band. I play I play saxophone. Oh, nice. It's, a, it's actually a wind instrument that I enjoy. Um, yeah, I start. I started this semester. Oh, very good, very good. I played um, recorder before that. It's always a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, that's what my mom says. Jack, are you pulling from your from 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 like work experience here? <laughs> uh, maybe. Oh, uh, I, I, it's it hurts because I've had the same exact conversation literally two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're approached by a young girl who swans up to you quite confidently. Hi, I'm Hi. Ava. Holds out a hand. Hi. That's a cool jacket. Thanks. Uh, I'm Liz. Do you, I was gonna go get a drink. We're not allowed to drink. Okay. I'm, um. Oh, you mean punch? Yeah. Um, Yeah, punch would be great. Let's go get some. Come on. Grabs your hand, starts dragging you over to the table. Okay. She's wearing clam diggers Uh, and an orange t-shirt with Moana on it. She looks like she's about 11. Hmm. Okay. Okay, I don't know what any of this is. All right, I'm totally lost. Um, punch. So how'd you sure. hurt your eye? Um, I, um, it it uh accident happened. Um, was it a fine. cool accident? Um, I just fell. 
I've almost fell the other day. We were we were working on some some stagecraft and they had stairs going up to the second part for the balcony thing because my theater teacher's obsessed with Romeo and Juliet and they always have balconies and I almost fell off the balcony because I was Yeah, I almost fell off the balcony. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. No. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, no, that that it's huh. easy to fall off. We have a balcony um at, at my house. It's really cool. I'm very excited about it. Oh yeah, no, uh, my 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 dad lives in, in an apartment with a balcony, um and and I go see him on weekends most of the time. Um and yeah, I tried to uh, to uh, to climb down off of it because it's only second floor. So even if I fell down off of that, it probably wouldn't be too bad. Um, but he caught me halfway through, and then I wasn't allowed to watch television that weekend. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that. Yeah. But that's okay because I have a smartphone and my dad doesn't know that my mom put Netflix on it. So I just pretended I was listening to music and everything was fine. Wait, what's Netflix? (laughs) (laughs) And she looks at you. Oh, no. No, no. How do you not know what Netflix is? Oh, fuck. did you used I, to live in the mountains? I've heard the people who lived in the mountains, like, they don't have television or power or bathrooms, and it's really horrible. And that's only, like, four hours from here, but, like, I don't think that would be any fun. And do you, is that where you're from? Um, yeah. Because we're supposed was, to show it, you guys around our school tonight so that you can learn about our school, which is kind of interesting because there's kind of cool things that happen at the school sometimes. But I didn't know that you came from that far away. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I I love to learn about your school, I uh, and Netflix and and all all sorts. So of Netflix stuff. is free um, movies. Hush. Well, I mean, like I don't think it's free, but you can watch as many movies as you want. And uh, Mom says it's like ten dollars a month or something like that. Um, and okay. you can you can and there she made an account for me so that I can pick out all the cool movies that I like. And there's R-rated stuff on there, and I get to watch that sometimes because she doesn't know that I know my way around the parental controls. <laughs> Parental control. Have you? Do you don't they know don't my mom? Work. Do you? She suddenly kind of backpedals. Do you know who my mom is? No. Okay. And she hands you a cup of punch. Mm. Um. I, I I look at it and I drink slowly and carefully. Yeah, it's just punch. It's yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah. It's not. It's okay. No alcohol. It's not mysteriously right. hot. Um, no, I, I was wondering if it was going to be mysteriously hot or cold. Oh no. That's my nope. last experience Seems to be normal ass punch. In... Okay. Uh, so okay. it's pro- probably around this point that Fage like reaches over the table and like taps on it in the in the view of the girl listening to the music, trying to get her attention. Huh? What? I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some food and drink. You want something? No. All right. She gets up and goes and gets some food and drink. Okay. <laughs> no, and with with the with the knowledge that, generally speaking, while people around her say that at first that their their minds usually change eventually, she's going to get some extra, which means she's going to have like three plates of food, and, okay. and like four drinks. Yep. Okay. So you come back with kind of an ensemble, and the girl looks at you, and. Just kind of out the corner of her eye, kind of gives a little eyebrow raise, faint head shake of, okay, but guess this is happening. Pulls her headphones out, wraps up her phone, shoves it in her pocket. So what's your name? 
Oh, did not have something with my name on it. Fate. Yeah, that's Latin. Yes, it is. And she seems to pause for a moment and seems to be uncertain for the most part for the first time looking at the food, looking at you, making the connections in her brain, and trying to figure out if there's a tactful way to ask something, deciding there's not, and saying, so we're supposed to, like, show you our classrooms and stuff, because you guys are, like, the inspection board or something? Sounds about right. Are you going to get my teacher in trouble? Nah. Unless you want me to. Could (laughs) you? Because Mr. Walters is kind of a dick. Maybe I can work something out then. Okay. If you're hungry, feel free to have something. She says that she tears into the food. Yeah, maybe in a little bit. And about this point, uh, John Coffin moves back to the center of the stage. Well, now that everyone has had a chance to socialize a bit your attendees have some things to show you that they've been preparing over the last month or so do uh, remain professional of course and take good notes as to the inspection that we're all here to engage in Since we've come from so far around the country, it's very good that all of us have had this magnificent opportunity to see the wonderful things that the academic staff here at Booker T are doing so that we can take those insights back to our own home schools and incorporate those into our extant curricula. (laughs) Well, off you go. Off you go. And the students... Some of them enthusiastically, some of them slightly grudgingly kind of stand up and shrug their shoulders or whatever and start heading off or guiding people to various parts of the school. Who wants to go first? I. Me. <laughs> All right, we'll start, with, <laughs> we'll start with Adele and Neofly then. Um. So for you guys, um, that actually works out because Carter and Harper are both in the same class. Hmm? Carter is kind of chatting quietly to Neofly and kind of looking at Adele, trying to size her up. Okay, well, and talking about his art and the things he likes to draw, which is mostly video game characters. And Harper's trying to tell Carter that what he really wants to draw is kittens. Kittens are the best thing ever. They are very intelligent. They have great survival characteristics. They are very independent as uh, young animals go fairly quickly. And they are also one of the the most common house pets that are existing in the United States these days. And she's she she is apparently an encyclopedia of of kitten and cat history and facts um, i'm having i'm having flashbacks are you now are you really we did um hmm. of uh, vampire the <laughs> something called cat facts i'm not going to say that wasn't <laughs> slightly part of the inspiration for 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 harper's character uh, but you know <laughs> um, um as this whole conversation is going on i kind of just at times just uh uh 
take glances at Adele with a look of concern and a look of what the fuck is going on. So I, 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 I hadn't said hi. I was saying I and was about to finish the sentence. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I take. Uh, sorry, what's the name? I Harper. 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 Thank you. I take Harper's hand, stand up, and it's like, where should we? And she seems to be just going along with it perfectly fine. Yep. Okay. Good. Good. So they lead you down a hallway and then into a classroom. Um, and the lights are off. Carter goes over and flicks them on. And the classroom here is set up in a very non-traditional sort of manner. Um, it's obviously meant as sort of a homeroom area, but instead of uh, desks in rows or tables that are clustered together, there's no furniture whatsoever. There's a number, uh, or no traditional furniture, I should say. There's a few file cabinets, um, and there's several chests uh, that apparently have the, the hinged lids on them. Um, the rest of it is mostly hung cloth and beanbags, beanbag <coughs> chairs. A couple carpet squares and things like that. Um, and Carter starts talking about <clears throat> their their teacher, uh, and Harper is chiming in. Um, and this is apparently a sort of art art slash drawing, a little bit of <clears throat> a little bit of, but it's mostly just two dimensional art, paints, watercolors, oils, that sort of thing, um, sketching the whole shebang. Uh, and Harper goes over and pulls back uh, a, a sliding uh, thing to reveal, you know, those uh, those displays that Walmart used to have for posters uh -huh. with the hinged, uh, the hinged uh, display areas. It's one of those um, and pulls to an oil painting of, you guessed it, a shit ton of kittens. But the talent that... Harper apparently has for this is leaps and bounds above where Carter's at right now. Just like, I mean, this is, this is some decent artwork, fairly surprising. Um, given, and then Carter goes to, to display one of his, which is once again, a huge illustration of Knuckles, the echidna. If you had to, if, if you were trying to give Carter the best benefit of the doubt, you're saying there was an homage to a, uh, a fusion of Picasso and Dolly, <laughs> but mostly it just looks like shit. I mean, you can recognize Knuckles the Echidna because, you know, he's got spiky uh -huh. knuckles and he's red, uh, but it's like, uh -huh. what the fuck is this kid trying to do here that's that's barely that's that's okay yep nope uh, uh, that's a, that's a picture of video game character well done well I, done indeed i i basically just try to look at it with the as much of an eye as uh as much of an eye of approval as i can <laughs> kind of <laughs> subterfuging my way of not um you know give me give me a manipulation much. and subterfuge <laughs> I'll give you a plus one because he's 12. 
<laughs> oh. oh, that's perfect. Manipulation. Yeah, I've known some 12 year olds are really good at calling people out on their shit. Yes, yes, I'm sure oh. you have. Carter is not one of them. I was about to Carter say, isn't like this guy. Carter is an inveterate idealist. I hope not, but even so, I'm still gonna uh, uh, use a willpower because okay. I forgot I don't have any subterfuge. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's unfortunate. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, with no successes. Oh, well, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, that's, you've, you really drew something there, kid. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it, it, it really isn't going to be like that. It, I'm just going to look at it and I'm just going to be like, hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, over on the other side, that's very good work. <laughs> you have quite a talent at this. Is it I, something you like doing? Yes, yes, very much. Um, I, I, my, my mom has has an exhibit uh, that she wants to take me to in the Met, wherever that is, um, and and she says that I have potential. Which you do. I I think is is a very nice thing for her to say. Um, and and if she when next time she's in town, she's going to uh, she's going to take me to a museum, um, and she's going to to show me some other other people who started off kind of the same way I did and have also been very successful. Um, mm -hmm. And but yes, and I I, I I drew all of these kittens. Uh, one of them was one was my grandmother's kitten, um, and and the other one was well, I got some photos of kittens uh, off of Google Image Search, and mm -hmm. I picked the ones that I liked the best, and I put them all together, and I feel like they they seem they seem kind of friendly together. They do. Um... Carter, Does meanwhile, else slightly crestfallen, is asking if he can try on your mask. I very quickly say no. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh. It, it, and I, I kind of look at him with it's just like, it's not that I, it's not that I want. It, it, it's, it's complicated, the situation with this mask. Um, meanwhile... Switching over to, let's see who's up on deck next. Uh, that would be uh, Liss and Phage. All right. So Ava and Nora take you down to their classroom as well. Um, and it's a fairly long walk. Their classroom is apparently all the way at the other ass end of the school. Um, Ava points out uh, that a couple of posters on the wall of photos. Uh, that was me when I had to do my monologue. And that was me when uh, we did that bit from, from our town. Uh, and that was me... Uh, I don't remember which play that was. Um. Oh, that was the time that. No, my my teacher tried to tried to do a a Robinson Crusoe sort of adaptation thing. 
we've had a lot of directors and some of them were not good and nora is just sort of snorting and mentions a doctor who episode that she'd love to do a a, a, a one one act play of excerpt wise uh, but that sort of thing doesn't usually get a good hearing from the faculty um but these they both seem like they're they're more theater kids and then uh mira and lark you with uh with olivia emma and uh barnaby and jeffrey have apparently gone off somewhere else um barnaby kind of gives he he was able to spend a little bit of time chatting with you lark but the the event kind of kicked kicked off fairly quickly and so he sort of apologized and was like well I guess my guy's going this way sorry uh, and was forced to take his leave um but the pair of uh, them are taking you guys down a third hallway to a location that is apparently uh, more on the uh, the musical side of things. Um, Emma doesn't say a single word the entire time. She just refuses to talk whatsoever. Olivia is apparently a huge EDM fan um, and has apparently had at least a measure of success getting her teacher to allow them access uh, to various genres of music um, and offers to play one of the uh, the compositions that she created once they get to the classroom and she can uh, assuming she can get logged into the computer with her with her account um, and looking at Lark in a sort of very are there any questions you have for me? Because my taciturn classmate refuses to talk to you, but we're supposed to be selling this place? <laughs> no? Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this, like, kind of long, uncomfortable silence, and then <laughs> Olivia's just like, so, what kind of music do you guys like? Seriously, Give we should have traded kids. Wait, where are we? Um, <laughs> to... Ah, words are a thing. I like a wide variety of music. And she I... gives you kind of an... A, you, you can just feel Emma's stare burning into you, Lark, right about now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I prefer more of a darker style to it, more of a The intensity of the stare lessens slightly, <laughs> but only marginally. So, like, old shit? Like Evanescence? <laughs> Is Olivia's rejoinder. <laughs> oh my heart oh. kind of the torture Jeremy episode 
<laughs> oh god. <laughs> Don't say Nickelback. <laughs> uh, no. Emma pulls out a, a gun and shoots you in the head. Obscure than that. Oh, what's? And then she kind of looks over at Emma, who's kind of exuding this aura of judgment, and stops herself from asking, "Like who?" That sounds fun. Interesting. <laughs> Looks over at Mira. What about you? Um, beach pop, that sort of thing, mostly. You hear a <laughs> from the other side of Lark. Oh, <clears throat> my God. <clears throat> you got the mean girl. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. That and is... she'll just sort of smile. Oh, did I do it wrong? episode. Olivia very stringently and very intensely says, there's no wrong music. And kind of shoots Emma a glare. There's music that not everybody likes, but you're not doing it wrong. Well, why don't you show me how you guys like to do it? Isn't that why we're here? Yes, it is. And at this point, pretty much everybody has reached the uh, the stage when the lights go out. Adele, uh, did we make it to a room? Sorry, you guys, you guys that. are literally standing right outside the room as uh, Olivia is reaching for the doorknob. And the lights go out. The only thing that's... That I grabbed my... Grabbed someone's hand (laughs) at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I make sure I I, I find a shoulder, I guess, and just hold on to it. Okay. And Adele and Neofly, as you... As the lights go out, there's a faint little bit of emergency lighting from out in the hallway. And you guys hear a... Adele. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We're not supposed to say those words. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fine. You guys don't say it. We You don't say it. Don't say it at all. We, I will say it. I will oh, as well. Oh, fuck me. Fuck. Is that a kitten? I think I heard a kitten. Nope. No, 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 as Adele has managed to single-handedly put a cigarette in her mouth and light it. <laughs> and with the the single candle power from whatever type of lighter Adele has. Is it? Hand, cigarette, pop, mouth, yep. put down, grab right. lighter. Well, actually, right, yeah. Yep. You look at, um, you can see probably about three or four feet in front of you, which is plenty of room to see what makes uh, Harper go, hey, where did my kittens go? Yup. Oh, no. Yup. Neo Neo kind of just puts his mask back on and kind of um, adjusts his coat to where his gun is readily available. Harper, sweetie, do you 
I know that it's been a while since I've been in school, but you can smoke in here, huh? Carter says. Which said got cut off entirely. It's oh, like I, as you're about halfway through this sentence, Carter just pipes up. You can't smoke in here. Shut up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of just point a finger up to him, just like, and I nod, and I nod my, and I um shake my head like, don't no. The Harper dear, like I said, it's been a while. Um, but I it, back when I was going to school, Why there you? were. Um, in the case of fire, there would be like hoses, you know, uh, uh, emergency brake glass in case of sort of thing. Oh, yeah. They no, would have things like hoses and a fireman's axe and things like that. Do you know where one of those might be? Right down the. I'll show you. Let's go. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 um, keep my close to me and kind of just okay. walk behind so Neoflya, as you go to like trying to kind of usher carter along there's resistance he's stopped and standing still um and you look down at him there's just enough light from the uh the the emergency lighting that you can see him looking at his notebook Oh. And oh, no. he flips towards I was just the about back. To ask him too. Oh, no. He flips towards the back, past several blank pages, and just tears a page out and hands it to you. I take it. And in what seems to be his handwriting, fairly large bubble letters, kind of kind of rough sketched area. She's not going to be there. And you look back at it again, and it's blank. Um. <laughs> hey, they went out in the hall. We should go out in the hall with them. Uh, Quicker. Yeah. Oh, Adele, I, you have, you guys have made it to the door and gotten it yes. open and stepped out. Okay. Yeah, I All just, right, so I, you guys are out in the hall. Oh. Meanwhile, Mira and Lark. Olivia reaches out towards the doorknob and the lights go out and there's a split second of pause as you're trying to figure out what's going on and then Olivia just gives a shriek of pain and yanks her hand back and there is a series there are five puncture marks in her palm and it is streaming blood um um, can I see this with there's, there's a little there's a little bit of emergency lighting okay. in these places yeah and you can see just dark fluid streaming out of f- five distinct points in reach into my uh into my kit uh and start you okay door and you can see on the doorknob the doorknob has sharp like razor sharp needle point spikes growing out of it right now cool it's made of the same sort of like brushed steel of the doorknob yeah i'm gonna try and patch up the child okay go ahead and roll me intelligence and medicine Hmm? fuck's sake roll 20 
Where did you go? Doing that every time I infect a page. And I, I assume that I have proper equipment for Kyrugan to apply? Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, you've got your med kit, which is pretty much all a Kyrugan, okay. Kyrugan needs. <laughs> yeah, and that would mean that essentially I am able to provide the level of care a surgery ward can? Pretty much. <laughs> Cool. That's convenient. So yeah, intelligence and medicine. Uh, two successes. Sorry. Two successes. All right. So you were able to bandage it up enough to stem the mm -hmm. flow of blood. You apply a brief disinfect, uh, slight disinfectant to it to make sure that it's as clean as possible. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it, her hand is kind of fucked up. She is not going to be using yeah. that uh, much anytime soon. And then you guys start to hear duty. crickets from all directions. Phage and Liss. Hmm. As you guys proceed down the hall towards the auditorium, uh, where they're telling you that they're going to show you some of their, their stage preparations and that sort of thing. And the lights go out, and there's just a flashing uh, exit sign uh, down, emergency exit directive sign uh, down towards the, the end of the hall. John, I'm going to kill you. All of a sudden... Ava and Nora stop. Dead. Now, Ava is probably about three, four inches shorter than Nora. And as they stop, they turn their backs to you guys and just stand motionless in the middle of the hall. Wait, what's, what's going on? Why, why have the lights gone out? And uh, both of them in perfect unison. Yep. Oh, she's here. Ooh. Nora says. Who is here? Silver. Liz says, water. Or Ava, sorry. Nora and Ava. Yeah. John, if this is your idea of a joke, I'm gonna break your sodden neck. I'm attempting to find a wall to get my back against. And then in perfect unison again. Or maybe the Maharani. And Nora and Ava very slowly begin walking down the hall back the way you came. Wait, and she kind of runs forward and tries to hold both of them back. Give me a dexterity in athletics. 
dexterity. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> ah, damn it. <laughs> so you reach out a hand to each of them. Large hands that obviously would well encompass probably the majority of their entire shoulder just in one hand each. Whoosh, passes through them like mist. She snorts. Coffin, if you're trying to play me. And then they stop and they turn around and both look at you. Who's Coffin? No one you two need to worry about. Is he here? Probably, and if he is, I'm going to punch him. She might like him. So, Adele. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, you've stepped out into the hallway. Mm-hmm. Harper points down the hall. It's over here. Okay. And steps over to uh, a glass case. There's a fire alarm next to it, um, mm -hmm. and inside there's an extinguisher and a fire axe in the glass case. All right. Sweetie, I want you to do something for me. Uh, climb up on my back. Okay. We're going to do... She I scrambles up there and sits on your shoulders. Yep. Well, are you going piggyback or... I was going like piggyback. Yeah, she scrambles up there, yeah. Mm -hmm. Piggyback style, yep. And... Check and see if it's locked just in case. Maybe it's not. Maybe yep. the lock so you is reach broken. out and you grab for the handle, mm. and your hand, what looks like a three dimensional object, just swipes away, and there's just wet oil paint all down your hand now. And what looks like the glass case there is smeared slightly. Still looking three dimensional, but now smeared. Some good art. <laughs> God. Damn it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, cat. Um. Oh, there it is. All of them. I and turn. You, and you see <laughs> little glints of light as though there's some sort of illumination reflecting off the, the eyes of probably about seven kitten height. Uh, little dark blobs maybe about 10 yards down the hallway. Neofly, you've made it with Carter out into the hall at this point and you can see what Adele is looking at as well. Okay. Adele, did you get the axe? Not exactly. Um... Harper, sweetie, could you do me a favor? Close your eyes and as best you can cover your ears. What are we doing? Your father knows, Harper says, <laughs> quietly, and covers That's her. That's wonderful. And closes her eyes and covers her ears. You know what? You know what the great thing is about cats when they are a potential threat to you? Dander is very flammable. I'm flicking my cigarette at one of them. 
<laughs> All right. Give me a just a dexterity in athletics. <laughs> See how okay. this goes. If not, don't worry. I got a lighter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just you said dex. Dex and athletics. Good. Just to see dex how athletics. far you can get that down there. Yeah, this is gonna go well. This is gonna go great. Um. Yep. That's about what. It about. makes it. It makes it about seven. It makes it about three quarters of the way down the hall. And then there's just that little glowing ember. And they sort of, you see them kind of scamper back a little bit. And then one of them comes up and starts sniffing around it a little bit. Like, very, very in that very sort of curious, cat, cautious kind of way. <clears throat> and then you see it kind of reach a paw out with just a quick darting motion as if it's trying to see what it is. And it makes just the faintest amount of contact with the, the ember and then darts back and the ember starts to fizzle and go out but your attention is not on that your attention is on the kitten whose paw has lit on fire just slightly and the trail of flame is starting to curl its way up the forepaw up the shoulder in a very linear fashion and after about three seconds have elapsed, it's just got a little line of fire running down its spine up the, to the tip of its tail and along uh, its right front leg. It doesn't uh... look like it's in pain, does it? And it kind of sits down and starts washing its face with its left paw. Hmm? Yup! Does... Grab, turn, we're walking, and we're walking, and we're walking, um, and we're walking faster, and we're walking faster. <laughs> and there's there's the little pitter-patter of paws behind you. Yeah, I'm going to take the opposite direction with them. Oh, no, uh, don't! Okay. Wait. But nice so, knowing you. Wait. So Split Adele's going away maybe. from the kittens, and you're walking toward the kittens? No, no, no. I'm talking about if we're in the hallway, mm -hmm. um, where, because uh, we're not close to each other, I'm I'm walking in the opposite direction to, because I'm assuming that I'm just, I you said that we just got out of the classroom. Right. And there by the, um, where the fire axe would be, so the cats are closer that way. So I would just be turning around and going and going okay. farther yeah. away so, from yeah. them. So you guys are both walking yeah. in the We're same direction. You guys are oh. both walking in the same direction away from the kittens down this hall. Okay. Yep. okay. Yeah. yeah. You're, yeah. Uh, Neofly, you're just like tw uh, 20, 30 feet in front of Adele. But yeah, you guys are still okay. headed the same direction. Carter's like, okay. what's going on there? Don't worry about it. I, I I hold I hold him I hold him by the arm this time just to make sure. Well, I use yeah my non-dominant hand to hold him by the arm right. to make okay. sure my dominant Sounds hand good. is ready to grab gun and shoot if necessary. Okay, so you guys are walking as quickly as possible. The interesting thing is that a running kitten is actually faster than a walking human. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well... the walking honestly didn't last long. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but they seem to be. Keeping pace, then, if, if you guys have broken into a jog or a run, yeah, they're still managing to keep pace with you. Not well, closing, per se. I don't want to leave Adele behind, but I'm thinking about <laughs> just sprinting. And Carter says, they have weird teeth. 
Um, hey, yes, they hey, do. Yes, they hey. do. Without even looking, I was thinking that's the case. Hey, you hey. are slightly encumbered by the fact that one of you is kind of dragging and the other is carrying a yeah. 11 to 12 year old. But yeah, no, I'm trying to be like, hey, Carter, hey, Carter, do you want to get on my back? Sure. Okay, come on, <laughs> let's go. Okay. Hey, can you make me a mask like that? Um, maybe. But first, full sprint. <laughs> <laughs> full sprint. Phage and Liss. Yep. Or sorry, uh, no, Mira and Lark first. Sorry. <clears throat> so you have an injured student. Um, and Emma is starting to get a little edgy. What happened? Edgier than she already was. Yeah. <laughs> edgy in the other sense of edgy. What's going... Is she okay? We stopped the bleeding for now, but Olivia is just kind of cradling her hand I... and breathing hard. Yeah, I thought I'd stop that. The... Bre breathing hard, not bleeding. Yeah, oh. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Intense respiration. <laughs> Hyperventilating. Slightly. Ow! What the? And you can see these thorns starting to curl their way out of the walls. <laughs> the ones on the doorknob were kind of uh, that steel-like uh, same material. These look wooden. Probably about a foot maybe 18 inches long a piece and serrated. What? What is behind us? Uh, you've got just hallway going either direction, right and left. <sighs> All right. Lurk's going to grab uh, Emma by the arm and very quickly make it down one of the hallways. Okay. Away from these things. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm. I was just waiting for Lark to take the lead somewhere, and you're gonna follow. I. Uh, yeah, follow preferably with child. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, Olivia's kind of trying to keep up. Definitely still sort of protective about her injured hand. Um, mm -hmm. Lark, you begin to. Uh, dash down the hallway. Give me a both of you. Give me a dexterity and athletics. Three successes. All right. Uh, fuck. Some number of 
Uh, one, one success, success. One success for Mira. Right. So you guys managed to keep your footing when you hit suddenly this alteration in the terrain. The the previously smooth tiled surface of the floor has suddenly given way to rough stones with a little bit of of briar sticking up through them. Uh, Mira, you get a little bit of a gash, nothing, not enough to cause any amount of of medical or health bar damage. Um, but there's a faint scrape across your your le- your left leg uh, as the the floor surface gets very un unforgiving got it but you guys are still making making progress until lark as the individual in the front um and emma who's just kind of allowing herself to be dragged uh, along with you suddenly it shifts under your feet uh give me a Give me a dexterity in survival. One success. All of a sudden, as you're trying to make as much progress as quickly as possible, the 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 stones of the floor suddenly just give way underneath you. This yawning chasm opens up as part of the floor collapses. You're able to maintain your uh, hold, and just barely, you've got Emma, who is now yelling at the top of her lungs as she pitches headlong over this cliff now, and is hanging, swinging from your grasp on one hand over empty space that just extends into darkness you're not sure how far down Mira you hear this shriek as Emma loses her footing and pitches over into blackness and Lark is now laying on her stomach holding on to Emma's hand what do you guys do uh, Lark's gonna try to pull her back up Give me a strength and athletics minus two. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I actually have some experience with cliff climbing and stuff, so yep. I'm just trying to spot, uh... Okay, hang on, don't make the spot. roll yet then, Yutlark. So you're helping alongside... Yeah, I'm, and... I'm mostly trying to spot, because one of the big dangers when you have someone hanging off an edge is that the person holding them will also fall right yeah so you try and brace Um, in and make sure that that lark doesn't lose her contact with stable especially if she's on her stomach just trying to make sure she's in the right position Mm -hmm. okay so it's strength and athletics minus two lark but you get to check the nine again uh option on your character sheet uh which is up there in the same uh same area as where you click the die okay So yeah, change it from normal to nine again. There you go. Yep. Excellent. Okay. Got it. Zero. Okay. So as you try and lift, she's got you by one hand and you are trying to, feeling uh, Mira stabilizing you, you try and pull her up. But at the same time, Emma kicks against the wall like she's trying to smear her toes alongside it to give herself a little more purchase and that's enough of a jolt to where her hand lets go and you just hear a scream as she falls and vanishes from sight (laughs) 
see the bottom of this thing? You can't. Not currently, no. Hmm? Okay. Do I hear her hit anything? Give me a wits and composure. successes. So the scream lasted for about a second, maybe two, before it was suddenly cut off and you think you can hear some debris rattling as though something did impact a little ways down. Um, she's, she's gonna go down. Okay. Uh, climbing or are you just jumping and gliding? Jumping and gliding. Okay. Now, three point landing. <laughs> now back over to uh, Sage and Liss. So, what was your guys' initial reaction to this sort of exchange? Um, immediate heightened sense of anger and aggression, specifically pointed at one John Coffin. Okay. No hide maybe to not be here um uh back against the wall um looking around uh trying to see if i can see anyone coming okay the halls still seem vacant with the exception of the four of you and ava on her own steps up to you Liz. Liz, are you okay? Um, yeah, no, I'm fine. Um, let's turn on some lights. Let's okay, find- uh, there's, yeah. there's lights inside the classroom. Okay, or, okay. Or I can, Where- I mean, cause, well, I mean, and then there's the hall one down there by the corner. Can, can, I, I, I can't see you very well. Can you hand me your hand? Yeah, she'll grab your hand. Okay, I clutch it. Um, where and you notice classroom- it is very cold. She gives you a little squeeze. Okay, okay. why well, you're you're really cold? Um, are you okay? You're really warm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Um. Okay. Come on, Nora. We need sure? to we need to show them where the uh, the lights are. Nora kind of sighs exasperatedly. Okay, they're right down here. Head, <sighs> head. I'm following her. Okay. To the lights. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh. So Nora and Ava lead you guys down the hallway. It's probably about just you know, forty or fifty feet or so. And there's a Too little long. bit of a of a light glint off of a metal light switch plate. There's three light switches there. Nora reaches over and very matter-of-factly goes, click, click, click. Mm. Okay. Nothing happens. <laughs> no, nothing happens. Mm. Okay. Oh, there you go. There's no lights. What do you mean? Okay. No, I can see fine. That light's on. No. That light's on. That light's on. And all the lights that she's pointing at are out. 
Can you not see anything either? What do you mean either? I can Sage. see fine. <sighs> yeah, no, the the list, the light seems to be working just fine. Hey, no, uh, you were you were taking us to the uh, theater a while back, correct? Yeah, no, it's right down around the corner, and here we'll show you. Show us. So they. No, can we go back? Come on. Let's go back. I I can't see anything. Yeah, list back was the direction they were going beforehand. That's not the place you want to go. Oh. Okay. Unless you feel a cold wind just waft across your face, coming from the direction back where you were originally. Yeah, like out out of game, back where we came from is where they were trying to walk when they were talking about Silverwater and the Maharaja. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Maharaja. Um, she she meant that. Yeah. Uh, okay. 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 Um, um. If I look down at Not my wrong. phone, can I see anything if I pull it out? Yeah, your phone gives a little bit of illumination from the from the screen. Okay. Um I that no one knows we're down here. Um I start texting as we walk. Okay. To to the group chat. Alright. Uh so they walk you down around the corner and there's a pair of uh a pair of double doors. And they push on them. Oh, locked? Really? Hang on. Let me see if I can do something about that. And I, uh, I check the doors. Are these are these key lock doors? Uh, yeah. Uh, one sec. I'm looking in where where is that sound coming from? Hard to tell. Give me a wits and composure minus one. Okay. Y'all are not moving fast enough <laughs> right now. <laughs> Come on, sheep. Work with me here. There we go. Can I um Ogre's rending grasp the uh the lock? Seems to be coming from almost all directions, as far as Liz is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wanted to use Ogre's Rending Grasp, yeah, you could definitely give that a shot. I'm attempting to remove a barrier, such as a door or a wall. Yes, you are. <laughs> so. We could just pick it. Uh, do you have the dexterity and larceny to do that? <laughs> yes, actually. Do you have picks? Uh, no, but I have a lot of random crap in my pockets. I don't know if I have anything that would be useful. What what, what, what Phage is trying to do is just put her hand on the door and push, and, oh, look at that joint that gave way. I guess this door's kind of faulty. Okay. Also looks panicking, so. Go ahead and roll strength and weird. No glamour cost, because you meet the catch. Hmm. Yep. Weird. One success. All right. So if you actively attack the door, it is going to be functioning as though its durability was one less than a door usually is. 
Can I push significantly hard and see if something breaks? Uh, give me a strength and athletics. Or strength and stamina, sorry. Strength and stamina? Yep. That's even better. Because there's actually specific rules for breaking down a door. Wow, six dice and so many fucking sevens. <laughs> you just you. kind of shove up against it as, as hard as you can, and it rattles, but it doesn't really give much. Uh, Liz, can you get this open? I can, yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, 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 I can. Um, and I'm going to attempt to jimmy the lock open. All right, do you have any tools whatsoever? Hmm. Um, I have, let's see, I have a wrench, I think, still. I have a chisel and hammer. Uh, I have a, yeah, I have a chisel and hammer. I have a soldering iron. I have a piece of clay. Yeah, not anything that's actually useful for uh, a So no. you can't really jimmy a lock if you don't have any tools. Your fingers okay. are not small right. enough to fit in there. Okay, um, can I attempt to just remove the the bolt or the the lock and kind of get it out of the way with the chisel and hammer? Can I kind of like try and get rid of the door mechanism that's locking um, it? Um, I will let you make, in a sense, an attack using. I'm gonna say. Stamina and larceny, honestly, on this one. Okay. Stamina right. and larceny, which is not a pool that generally gets rolled. No. All right. I've made the door softer, so. <laughs> one success. So you, you stick the, the chisel in and just slam on it with the hammer, trying to get it around the edge of the bolt somehow. It bites into something, you're not sure what. You probably have to try a few more times. You can give me, each of these rolls is probably gonna take a minute. Probably as you're okay. trying to jimmy and find a decent angle for it. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, I'll spend a willpower on the next one because okay. uh, noises and I don't like it. Um, so three. One success. Wow. 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 Okay. So you spend a couple minutes trying to just jam in on this thing. And not making a ton of progress. And then you hear what sounds like heels on tile. Faint All right. and in the distance, uh, but definitely coming your direction. All right, yeah. uh, excuse me, uh, kids, uh, this is going to be a little loud, and uh, I think Liz can probably fix this door in a minute, and I slam the door open. <laughs> All right, give me another strength and stamina. I'm going to spend two glamour and up my strength for by two for this roll. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Two more successes. Okay. With that, bam, the lock just... Ping, snaps, and the doors bang open, revealing the interior of an auditorium. Very low lighting, um, and there's some sort of stage set up up front, but you guys have access to an entirely new room 
in a sense, a rather large one. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Let's go in um, now. Meanwhile, uh... Team Kittens. Yes. <laughs> you guys As are I running down before, the hall I'm away from seven small mammals, apparently. Harper. Scared. Sweetie darling, where where's the nearest exit? Oh, you just have to follow the signs. And there is a glowing red exit sign. Um, yeah, that's that's the first thing Neofly is looking for. Yeah, uh, towards the end of the hall that you guys are running down. Okay. Um, and yeah, it seems to be pointing off towards the left where the hall tees. Um. Give me Neos. a stamina and athletics if you are trying to outrun the kittens. Oh, okay. Stamina and athletics? Yep. Two successes. While Jeremy takes care of his technical difficulties. So, Neofly, you dash down the hallway as fast as you can, um, rounding the corner, um, and then it's probably another 30, 40 feet uh, to where you can see sort of a push bar door uh, that seems okay. to be leading towards a staircase. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go for it. Okay. Uh, give me a wits and composure minus one. Okay. For those viewing on the live stream, we apologize for the alteration in the camera alignment. Oh my God, I can hear people. Hey, and not uh, just a, 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 a screechy staticky whenever anybody opens their mouth. <laughs> oh, good. Well, we need uh, Adele to roll stamina and athletics. Um, one success. Okay. Uh, so you do see the, it's there's there's a there's a window of glass, reinforced safety glass that lets you to see into the stairwell. Um, and there is some sort of dark liquid smeared across it, like somebody just took a hand of paint or something and went uh, from okay. the other side. Um, okay. uh, but as I you hit the goddamn willpower and got three successes. Okay, so you're arriving at the the door basically at the same time that uh, that Neofly is, uh, and it's it's a push bar door going into a staircase, um, and there's some sort of dark liquid smeared on the glass of you know the little like vertical window that looks into the into the the staircase. Um, but the door, if somebody hits the bar, the door gives and opens up. Yeah, I'm gonna ram my knee into it. All right. <laughs> Dramatically. You just like bam, push it in, and it yep. swings open, mm -hmm. probably about two or three feet before hitting something on the other side. Uh, but okay. there's enough room to get through, uh, and you can you can shove whatever's blocking the door. It doesn't seem to be solid. 
Okay. Um, she sets, uh, goes and sets Harper down, pushes Harper's hand into Neo's. Okay. Go. Um, I just nod my head and just start going down. Okay. So you can, glancing over, you can see the dead body that's blocking the doorway, uh, a little bit. Um, seems to be marge i mean there's there's a fair bit of blood here you actually have to make a dexterity in athletics i'll give you a plus one because there's not enough blood on the floor and there are railings nearby that you can grab onto when you start to skid okay carter seems a little freaked out kind of for the first time what's the what's the who what is um the best thing for you to do in this instance is to keep your composure. I'm using willpower. Okay. <laughs> Two successes. You, you, your, your feet skid a little bit in this puddle of uh-huh. blood. Um, and there's a little more emergency, a little brighter emergency lighting now that you're in the staircase. And you can see not quite kitten size, a little bigger than kitten size, bloody footprints leading down the stairs the same direction you're headed. Okay, so as soon as I see that, I kind of just like slow down, and um, I set Carter down, and I say, um, and I kind of just make sure that I have both kids at either side. I'm saying, I'm sorry, kids. <clears throat> I know we shouldn't have these in schools, but this is for our own safety. And I pull out my gun. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it because you know we gotta stay protected. Um, and and I continue to lead them along. Adele, what are you doing? Once, once they're through the door, I am pulling the door shut. Okay. And I turn around to, to kick some fucking kitten ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can hear the little, like, paws on tile coming towards you. They're very quiet, but it's the, you are alone and more or less in an abandoned school hall. It's not that noisy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you see the six come of on, them, including the one that's on fire a little bit, come around the corner towards you. They don't have normal kitten teeth. Of course not. They have they have very long thorn teeth in their mouths. And with these tiny little meows bound down the hall towards you, they're about 10 yards away. Do you have anything that you can employ before they get within so physical distance Adela, of you? I, I would Adele suggest a certain contract. Is, would it be fair to say that in a purse or something like that, she has a certain amount of anything aerosol, hairspray? Yeah, sure. Why not? Something. <laughs> we are going for start flicking the liner. <laughs> I really wish there was a eh. Just give me a modified flamethrower skill roll. Right. What is your modified flamethrower? I will give you given that it's modified, we're going to make this dexterity and firearms minus 1. Oh dear god. Okay. 
Well, uh, that's okay. <laughs> There's a reason I haven't spent willpower the last couple of days. <laughs> you can definitely use willpower on I this one. I knew that a horror show was coming. <laughs> I, I mean, I was just going to say use Creeping Dread, but apparently that's just way too boring. <laughs> uh, I don't think she has I those I do same... have it. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. No, you totally I do, do yeah. have it. Mm -hmm. But that's... you don't scare the things that are designed to scare you. You scare you... them by fighting back and not running away and curling up and dying. True. Uh, so, and he said it was a minus what? Minus, minus one? one for the improvised so nature. So plus three, so plus two. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually, oh, well, yeah, no, that's uh, that's gonna be fine. Okay. Because I'm gonna say the damage is an even wash with their defense. So, and you wow. can't get it. You can't get it to catch. You can't get it to catch. <laughs> and then, just as they're leaping for you, is when it ignites, which is a suitably dramatic moment to have the scene cut. Yep. <laughs> so, Lark, as a beast wind wing, you do of course have your your ability to to controlled fall more or less to an extent that very few other living beings possess um so if you want you can spend so you spend a point of glamour and you can glide for how how many dots of weird do you have um just one okay so you can spend a point of glamour to be able to glide for a full minute if you want which you assume would definitely be enough to get you down to wherever I'm, she landed. I'm going to do that. Okay. Um, so you just toss yourself off the cliff and at a very reduced rate begin to glide downwards. It is dark. It is very, very dark. Um, but your descent is slow enough that you can literally just keep a hand in contact with the cliff face and descend at roughly elevator speed, if not a little slower. Um, and you count 10, 15, 20, and then you feel your feet hit gravel underneath you. There's a little crunch, and you sort of steady yourself and slow. Give me nice. a wit... Give me a wits and composure minus two because of how dark it is. Uh, one success. You can't really see much. It's taking a little while for your eyes to adjust, but you think you can hear labored breathing a little ways away, probably no more than 10, 15 feet at the most. Okay, she's going to walk slowly in that direction. Okay. Feeling your way along, you eventually find the uh, recumbent body of, of Emma. Seems to be unconscious, but you can feel her. She's still warm. She's still breathing. All right. She is, she's going to try to pick up Emma and carry her. Okay. 
give me a stamina and or a strength and athletics just for the original the initial picking up uh mira are you up to anything during this time um how's forgetting their name my kid olivia she's kind of still bent over her injured arm uh lark you're able to to lift um emma emma up in your arms she's she's kind of crouched over i really want to go home i really want to go home right now okay olivia we're going to be treating this like an emergency situation fire drills where do where do they tell you to go we we've we follow our teacher outside okay okay and and we we all we all get far away from the building just in 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 case can you you show me the way your teacher would go we were headed towards your classroom right no we were well you were already at the classroom and that's when she got her hand injured trying to open the door um and she she looks up at you and with just this completely bleak expression of despair we would go that way pointing over the cliff (laughs) okay do you know any other exits to the school even the ones you're not supposed to use that people use to get out and smoke. Uh, we there's the there's the terrace out the other way, um, pointing back the way you guys had originally come. All right, you're being being very brave. Let's let's start heading that way. What hey. what, what about? And she just sort of points down mm-hmm. to where. Emma fell. Mm-hmm. Lark's going to make sure Emma gets out, out, but I can't carry you down home there safely, and we're just going to make it harder for them right now. So we need to get somewhere where we can get rescue workers who have ladders and resources to help about her. Okay. And she pulls out a, a cell phone and manages to one hand sort of flashlight it, uh, the LED. Uh, mm-hmm. One and just sort of points it at her feet and yeah. very slowly stands up and starts kind of yeah. wandering back the way you guys came. Mm-hmm. And you're noticing, yeah, the the entire floor is rough. It's turned into these stones with uh, with an, a number of of briars, wiry, tough plant material uh, growing up and out and around and it makes makes maneuvering very very treacherous and a little difficult and she's moving fairly slowly which you honestly think is probably a good idea given that you know part yep. of the floor just collapsed out from under you guys earlier yeah yeah going with the assumption this is an unstable structure I am I am trying to keep a close eye on her so I can try and Okay. Um, give me uh, just a, I'll say wits and survival for trying to make your way through what is probably a very treacherous environment as safely as you can. That's a chance roll. Okay. Hmm. There are successes. Okay. All right. So. As you proceed forward, 
you're you 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 feel the occasional sway and rumble of unstable terrain underneath you nothing crumbles automatically and gives way um but you get maybe two or three minutes down and olivia's looking very uncertain this this doesn't look like my school anymore okay all right and the wall what used to be the walls is now Mm -hmm. kind of jagged ruinous uh bricks and and more and more overgrown uh with plant life there are openings there are various passageways and you can feel what feels like a stale kind of dry wind blowing in occasionally and olivia does not seem to know where she is anymore Uh, yeah that's not unexpected okay it's fine just breathe being calm and optimistic is going to help a lot we're going to find a safe place and make sure your hands all right is that okay okay meanwhile lark you have an unconscious middle schooler and you can't really see anything Right now, she's going to try to move forward slowly. Okay. Just until she hits anything. She's just going to move forward cautiously. All right. So the the terrain under your feet seems to be rubble, basically, for the most part. Occasionally, your clothes will catch on something. Um, and... At one point, you kind of bang your elbow into uh, a, a rough stone-like surface. At least it feels like it. And as you pause and sort of try and figure out where you are, you hear a faintly trailing scream in the distance somewhere. Doesn't sound like Mira, but it's the same sort of sort of panicked howl that Emma gave before being cut off by her impact with the with the ground surface. Probably it seems like a good hundred yards away. You have no idea who or what that was. She's gonna move slowly in that direction. Okay. Uh, give me a another wits and composure still at a minus two. Okay. One success. Okay. You're able to, now that your eyes have adjusted slightly, you're able to sort of see just faintly the terrain in front of you. And there are a few faint glimmers of light from the far, far distance that seem to be diffused enough. Something's illuminating. You're able to pick up on just enough uh, to where you're able to sort of at least see where you're walking somewhat. 
there are a few darker patches that you assume are probably either holes or shadows, but you are not terribly inclined to test which is which. Uh, but you, you're able to negotiate your way around those. And you also occasionally get this stale, dry breeze that occasionally blows across your face, giving you the idea that, yeah, there's, there's openings to, to some larger area somewhere nearby, but you're not entirely able to determine how and where, and you just keep pressing forward, forward, forward. Meanwhile, Phage and uh, Liss. You guys have bashed these doors open, and there's just big auditorium in front of you. Sorry. Liss, you, you, as you push inside away from where you think you hear these, uh, these footsteps, what are you guys doing? What are you looking for or going for? Uh, Liss, can you get this door shut and fixed and locked again? Um, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you were going to show us a play that you had done. Um, that would be good. I'd, I'd like to... Yeah, no, that's our, it. that's our stuff up there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah, this'll be, that, that would be nice. Um, go on, I'm just going to do some, fix the door so that your teachers don't know we messed it up. Yeah, because... <laughs> Director's gonna be mad if we broke anything. Like, really mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'll fix it. Um, and I turn back to the door, and I have modeling clay. <laughs> I wanna stick the door back together. And how exactly it... would you fix a door with modeling clay? I'm very interested. Um, if it, I, so I don't know if it's so much, um, like torn apart or shattered what's the situation with the uh, door it's here? mostly that what's... you just weakened the bolt enough to where when phage okay. slammed into it it just snapped in half got so the the bolt snapped but yeah. the door itself is pretty okay the door okay. itself seems um, to still function kind of like swings opens closes yeah it's door like there's just no okay no longer anything that would hold it closed if you were trying to have it be closed okay okay um uh, the the bolt on the lock, but the hinge, like the hinge itself, hinge is all seems right. to be doing okay. I mean, it's okay. it's got a little bit of it's probably a little off kilter from the impact, but it's it's still more or less intact for the most part. Okay, what kind of door handles are we looking at? Are we looking at like the um, uh, turn kind? Yeah, it's the kind uh, that like, like when they're lever? they're closed. Yeah, they're they're sort of vertical, and then you close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um, so closed is, um, so what are they at now? Are they loose? Right now they're just kind of hanging loose because the bolt, you know, you're usually run, runs on some sort of spring resistance and that just okay. snapped. So now they're just sort of dangling. <laughs> okay. Got it. Um, I'm not going to make that look normal with anything that I have currently. Um, I mean, but most list. Yeah. If you, even if you can only fix it for a little bit, something's better than nothing. Yeah, I want to stop. I don't want something to come through. Um, can um, and 
I have. Mm, You've got some oops, contracts that might be able right to help. Here. I do. Yeah. I'm going to activate. Let's see. Uh, do brief, brief glamour of repair, I believe, does exactly yeah. what we want it to. Yeah, pretty much. Um, have I used this item? Do um, I meet the requirements. The catch. You honestly kind of have not. No. Yeah. Sort of bypassed it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna, yeah, brief, brief glamour repair. It's the locks. I'm gonna fix the lock. Okay. Roll your weird and craft rating. Okay. Um, All right. You don't have to spend the glamour. Uh, this All would right. be uh, you have a minus one because you do not really have okay. any tools that would be effective for this. Okay. I'm going to spend a willpower on this then. Okay. Uh, so that makes it plus two, plus three because of the weird. All right. Do, do, do. Six successes. Yes. It that, is. That qualifies um, as, as an exceptional success. Yep. <laughs> So the repair occurs, and it is as durable and functional as if you had all the necessary parts and tools. So yeah, just grabbing some random bits of crap that you have in your pockets. Uh, instead of a <laughs> bolt, you've got the... For some reason, you still have the the the, the cap to one of Lark's lipstick containers. Uh, and yep. <laughs> jam a few things together. You're like, and these two twist ties I can hold together and spiral them together. That makes a spring. Okay. Shove these bits together and you're <laughs> click it into place and chink, chink, clink, clink. And you're like, yeah, this is this is a functional door once again. And that's the bit that got broken off, and I can lock this behind me if I need to. Click. All right. So, yeah, slams the door shut, flips the little bit. It's locked, it's closed, and it seems to be... You don't know how long it's going to last, but it's going to function at least for a while. Okay. We have a play to watch. So, yeah, um, down that way? Should we just sit in the middle? Down that way? Should we just sit in the middle? To watch the play? Uh, Give me one second. Ken, if you want, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, we're not going to watch, the, I mean, like, we don't, the rest of the cast isn't here, but we can show you, like, our stage uh, bits, mm -hmm. if you want, and show you, like, yeah. where where we do our stagecraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, what's the uh, theater connect to? Is the lobby outside, or? Well, like, I mean, it goes backstage, and then, you know, you've got your your backstage areas, dressing rooms, wood shop, uh, paint room. And then you hear the doors behind you go, like something or someone is trying to get through. Okay. Okay. Um, let's try going to the paint room. I'd like to see that. Come back, children. <laughs> They're speaking in unison again. Hmm. Okay. 
No. Mm. Liz? Paint, paint room. Um, get that, get yes. into the paint room real quick. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, usher both of them. I'm probably pulling, actually, uh, they, to the they, paint room. They, they're resisting slightly, but not in the sense okay. that they're fighting you, just that they're not really attending to what you're doing very much. Okay. Okay. Come on. Let's go. Um, the first act uh, yeah. has just started, though. I wait by that door to punch whoever tries to open it if it does eventually open. Give me a... What is the Kenning roll? Um... Just a wits and composure and weird. Wits, we'll say. composure, weird. Two successes. There's a feeling that you're getting, Phage. You know what it's like to go up against somebody and sort of just feel feel them out with the sense of, you know, you've, you've gotten involved in a few, a few dust-ups, a few fisticuffs, um... And you, you, you've got an innate sort of sense of the general level of threat. There was the fight that you guys had with the crackheads that were initially living in the place that is now sort of the exterior of the, the real side of the house that you guys live in now. Then there was the fight that you had in the hedge against the briar wolves wherein you all were ridiculously outclassed. And you remember that sort of cold feeling that ran down your spine before the wrong brothers showed up and kind of saved the day? Whatever's out there hits those doors again. And this is about three or four degrees colder than those briar wolves were. Because you remember hitting those doors, and it took you two tries to get through, and you were actively trying. This feels like something that's just sort of poking at it with a finger, just to see what it is, almost. I, uh, how many flats or, uh, just pieces of random stage are sitting around? There's a few up on the stage. I, I mean, you'd have to run down the aisle, grab them off the stage, and then haul them back up. I, pi- I pile as many in front of that door as I can. So you turn to go. Give me a dexterity and athletics minus two. So one die. Uh... It's a success. Okay. <clears throat> you make it. Almost almost halfway down the aisle before something snakes around your ankle and thorns bite in. And that is where we will be picking up next week. (laughs) Thanks for watching all. Say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight. Goodnight. Bye. Bye. Bye.